Hey, welcome to Point Blank. This is John Carcoso sitting to my left. Mike Zapsack. Across. Ming Chun. In studio with us. DW or Herb Kluter, depending on who you are. And uh, coming to us from the number one greatest city in the world, Irvine, California. Mo Youssef. And the Witty City, Chicago. Todd Sullivan. Hey, welcome, everybody. Uh, before we begin and before we get to welcoming our guest here, we just have to get this out of the way. Um, I don't know how you do it, Mo. It's week in, it's week out. And uh, I'm not even referring to your prediction that the World Series would go seven games. You did say that one week ago tonight, and that did prove true. But that's not the one that was so surprising. What was surprising to me was when you predicted uh, about former Point Blank, uh, you know, previous television version, George R.R. R. Martin, uh, former Point Blank guest, that just one day after having his one of his pilot series, the Game of Thrones prequel series, canceled by HBO, that just the very next day they would announce not only are they moving forward with a pilot, but a full season commitment for their for their new um, for their new series, and I think it's called what what is it, House of the Dragon or something House like this. Dragon, yep. So Mo. I, I, did you have an inside source at HBO? Where did you come up with this? Well, the uh, the studios are only about 19 uh, miles away from uh, from where I work. Uh, but that's not where I found it out, actually. I, I've been hitting the uh, the YouTube uh, pretty hard. Okay. And uh, <laughs> the YouTube and, and a lot of a lot of the uh, the fanboys are out there talking about it, and, and this is going to be one of the biggest uh, series when it comes out. You know, every, everybody's uh, you know how long has it been now? Uh, seven months since we've had uh, any got. That's true. That's true. We haven't got got in a yeah. while. Uh, yeah. And 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 that said, that's still if we can quadruple that length, it'll still be shorter than the length between season seven and eight. Um, right. I I think on uh, I guess on um on Monday or Tuesday this week we were all grossly disappointed when this prequel series about the long night and the age of of heroes with Naomi Watts, uh, um, right. uh you know was announced that even after the pilot, after the notes HBO gave them after the pilot and the reshoots. They were they were canceling it. They weren't moving forward. We we're all disappointed. And just 24 hours later, my man Mo's right because they're like, no, we're going to go forward with this series instead. It's going to be a lot closer to the time of the show. It's all about the Targaryen dynasty. I think it's based on the recent book that came out, Fire and Blood. You know, the one he wrote instead of the Winds of Winter. So, uh, so kudos to you there. Uh, who, who who's a Game of Thrones fan here? Anybody? Oh yeah, and by the way, we had a George R. R. Martin setting in Asbury Park Say what? this past weekend what? because oh. he was inducted to the Jersey Hall of Fame. Bravo, bravo. Nice, nice. Well, well nice. deserved. Because Wait, and he attended in person. He attended in person and uh, one of the Jay and Silent Bob secret stash reservists came in, happens to own Toast. Oh, sure. The breakfast place. Uh, let's give Toast a shout yeah, out. Love it. Um, and they were... He was over in Red Bank. Adam, giving you a big shout out, Adam. Adam was over in uh, manning the the till at the Red Bank uh, toast, uh-huh. and he got a call from his uh, manager. Is like, hey, George R. R. Martin's here, and no sooner does he drop his phone than he's over in Asbury Park. He's like, you you take over here. I'm I'm in Asbury Park. <laughs> nice. So he's got this nice photo of George R. R. Martin awesome. eating some eggs. Mm-hmm. Nice. Gotta love that. So uh, so I haven't been to the Asbury location, uh, mm-hmm. the Red Bank location. We go to many times. We were working on the firehouse for the brewery. We, we, we'd go over there for breakfast. Great stuff. Uh, but if George R.R. R. Martin was in Asbury, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame in person, 
that's one more day he wasn't finishing that novel. Uh, and there he is. <laughs> and there he is. There's, absolutely. Nice. One more day we have to wait for the winds of winter. Uh, but anyway, good on you, Mo. Here, here, let's get to our point one breaking news. Uh, speaking of HBO, HBO announced their new streaming service. Yes. And they said, okay, we're going to be different than every other streaming service out there, which is exactly what they said about CBS All Access. is exactly what they said about Disney Plus. And the Disney Plus, they're going to take all our money. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But for this HBO Max, their first announcement wasn't really earth-shaking. They said, and, um, and moving off of DC Universe onto our platform, we're going to get Doom Patrol Season 2 will be on HBO Max. I said, okay. The first season of Doom Patrol was, was pretty entertaining, but uh, I'm not sure I would sign up just for that. And then they said, oh, yeah. And uh, two brand-new series based in the DC Universe. The first, an anthology series, Strange Adventures. Yes. And, um, and they're saying this is going to be the Twilight Zone of the DC Universe. And, and somebody's really having a great time over nope. there, over there as well too. And um, I thought they were supposed to be cleaning. Oh my lab. god! Yeah, seriously. The, <laughs> oh, I the, wonder what kind of a mess Mo made. Yeah, they're right? have, they're, what kind of cleaning crew do you have? The giggle group. <laughs> it sounds like. But Mo, uh, Mo left a nice. Uh, never mind. No, no. I'm not going to go there. But this this strange adventure series, you know, is going to be. They said a Twilight Zone sort of a DC universe. The intersection of uh, of the sci-fi morality plays set in a world of superheroes. So I'm very much looking forward to that. But what I'm really looking forward to, and this is what I wanted to hear from you guys, is they announced a Green Lantern television series. You know, Green Lantern's been a property that's been notoriously hard to adapt. You know, you've got his two partners. You've got Green Arrow and you've got The Flash. They both are on weekly television every week, mm -hmm. in and out. They've got this uh, crisis coming up, with including everybody and the kitchen sink. But no sign of Green Lantern in eight years of the Arrowverse. And now we know why. They're going to do this series. Anyone looking forward to it? Anyone concerned about it? Your thoughts, guys. I have no concerns if it's done correctly. Mm -hmm. But then again, I didn't have too many concerns because <laughs> Jeff Johns was attached to the Green Lantern mm -hmm. movie. Right? Yeah. And he was overseeing that. And I don't know how much pull he had on that, actually. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he had much. No, it yeah. doesn't seem like he had any. It seems like the whole movie was made up of studio notes. Yeah, that's yeah. that was pretty much it. There was no ties directly into the DC universe. There was no sign of a, a LexCorp. Um, even even a LexCorp truck would have been nice. Yeah, right. Or uh, an an issue of the Daily Planet, or a Wayne Tech satellite, or something. Yeah, something. Well, but yeah. at that time too, D DC didn't even plan on building universe. Back, it was just Batman. You know, right. there was well, no, there was was no the universe, Christian Bell universe version, yeah. building until after. I mean, honest, I like Ryan Reynolds in a lot of movies, but he was horrible. And I, you can't always say it's just the actor; it's the writing as well. You mm -hmm. gotta, gotta go both ways. Even, equal even, credit, even, but it was just horrible. prove Ryan Reynolds can't carry a superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, oh, oh, really? Okay. What do you, wow. Wait a minute. Whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought we were. Was that Wolverine Origin too? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. Going, going I think that was already proved. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Right. We got a couple. Um, They're like just kicking him up a notch. That's all. So wait, this is HBO. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Green Lantern. Yes. yes. So killing boobs, dragons, like more adult themes. I would. It's, it's very possible. Yeah. I would I'm love in. to see I, the I'm Sinestro Core War. Yes. Yes. In this, and yes. you don't even have to bring in any universe building except for the outer universe. Right. You stay right. on, you stay right. on you the stay, outer rim. You don't have to stay go out there. Bring Kyle Rayner in. Bring and. We might see a Green Lantern in Green Arrow because uh, oh. from what I understand, um, 
Uh, forgive me. What's uh, John Diggle? Diggle. 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 That's been Diggle. rumored from yeah. season two. Yes. Yeah. But, but this they, is the last season. If they're going to do it, they've yeah, got to yeah, do it. Yeah. And they might have an alternate version of John Diggle as John Stewart, Green oh, Lantern, okay. which would be perfect. Wouldn't that be cool at the end? Just the ring drops. Yeah. Like, and enough said. Done. Wouldn't yeah. that, be, that would be awesome to see that. I, I'm concerned that with the special effects, obviously it is HBO. Yeah. I'm really concerned about that. And I, I'm also concerned, are we going to focus on just a few of the lanterns? Or are we going to finally get the core? Are we going to get the, the reds, core, the blue? We, I want to see the my color. main let's man, Guy Gardner. That's what I'm looking for. I hope they bring him into it somehow. I think he'd play well. You know, somebody that's not an archetypical archetype hero where, uh, you know, he's uh, he's more almost more of an anti-hero that somehow got mm-hmm. a Green Lantern ring. And now he's a red lantern. And, and then he could also play it for comedy really. He's back to being he's back yeah. green. Okay. They, they, okay. They've gone back and forth. What I, what I would say, this is my hope. All right, You mentioned the Sinestro War. You mentioned the Spectrum Lanterns. Mm-hmm. I love all of it. All right, And, and what's happened you know, since Green Lantern Rebirth and, and, and all of that has been phenomenal. However, I do see a tendency, in, in not just DC and the Marvel as well, where when they're adapting something, they adapt the storyline that is like almost most current. You know, so we're we're gonna see, and we all think it's cool. We're gonna see Jane, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Natalie Portman as uh, as Jane Foster Thor, but in the pantheon of Thor stories, that's like the last like two percent of it. So True. I'm hoping if they do give us that, it's over a long build. You know, start with whatever your core crew is gonna be and grow from there. I think that's a great idea. I think that's exactly. I feel what the they same way, do. especially with the Thor. I'm not to change the subject, yeah. but why do there's so many awesome Thor stories? Why are we focusing on Jane Foster being Thor right now when we can go back? Why don't we find out who Beta Ray Bill is? Yeah, I mean, I mean you're already yeah. out in outer space for God's sake. And it's been rumored now for the last couple of years that they were going to show him, but no. Hey, my, my concern is we've got the. the I'm, I'm sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say we've got the Asgardians of the Galaxy yeah. coming up. Yes. So hopefully we'll see that. Yeah. I want to know your guys' thoughts now. With Doom Patrol being announced, it's being put on both platforms. It's not just HBO Max. Right. It's also going to be on Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I mean, uh, sorry, no, DC. No. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry. D, I get my, I get my, I get my D's mixed up. I'm, I'm gonna Don't say take her. that any further. Herbs. <laughs> hey, Herb, I love you're confused Herb's already. There's too many out there, like <laughs> yeah, no Netflix kidding. Universe right. Plus. But what I'm saying is, what is this doing? I want to know why HBO is getting a bunch of the DC properties when it's already on DC Universe. Are they planning on oh, DC splitting? Uni- no, DC Universe is going to be phased out. I it mean, is totally going to be phased but out. But we don't know that, but we but know. That's what, I mean, that's that, what well, that's all my question is. Is that what's going to happen? Because if that's so, give me Swamp Thing back. Okay. But here's another. Good point. Good point. Well, well, calm down. Yeah, calm down. No. Here's Super another down. dart in that uh, dartboard that you're, you know, your conspiracy theory is going off of. They're also bringing Rick and Morty over to the yes, HBO I Max, saw that too. and so does that mean that Adult Swim's gone? No, it's know, right? it's just going to be that there, and you're also going to get the cursing, right? Yeah, right. So I mean, you know, for those people who just really need their f bombs, but you don't need like that me. on HBO Max. You get the cursing in Titans on Dis- on the I keep saying Disney on the DC universes. Right, so. true. But yes, who could forget uh, that first episode when uh, F Batman? When he says F Batman, I'm just wondering as, as a business model, I would think you're splitting your audience. I don't think they are. I think that that John's right that they are going to streamline and everything is going to move over to HBO. Okay. And then because I'm thinking HBO, um, 
who owns HBO? Is it Time well, Warner? Well, yeah, Warner. Big, right. Yeah, exactly. All right, Time Warner owns it, so they're going to be like, let's do one really big one, and we're going to bring in our DC Universe friends, which I'm like, all right, whatever. So you feel this is their answer to Disney? I think that's think what that's they're what trying to do. Once Disney Plus, you know, announced their plans, yeah. and that's going to have Marvel and Star Wars. Wars and the Disney Library, and oh yeah, twenty-seven seasons of The Simpsons. Right. So th- that's when the the, the higher ups at Warner are saying, okay, we can't have DC out there as the standalone thing. You know, they're going to say, thank you, my friend. They're going to they're saying, let's let's see what else we can pair it with. That's a hell of a keychain. And, and, and that's where I think they're going. But again, none of this has been announced. Is what I think. I am pretty happy about this. I just found out this week. And guys, this is going to apply to Mo, Todd. I don't know who your service providers are, but if you have Verizon Wireless and you have unlimited data, they are giving you Disney Plus free for the first year, yeah, starting on the launch date, which is what November twelfth. November twelfth, you're just going to have it, and you're going to have it for the next year. It also applies if you have FiOS Triple Play at home. So if you have either of those and you've already subscribed to DC Universe, they said all they're going to do is they're going to give you the free credits again, starting now, and you won't start paying. For a year from now, nice. So, uh, so that's pretty. You mean Disney, not DC? I, was, I meant, I meant. See DC. how easy it is. It is. It is. You get the, DC, you get, Disney, Disney sounds yeah, a lot. Get those yeah, yeah. D's mixed can up. Can I watch? Can I watch Rams games with that, or do you need something <laughs> else on top of that? <laughs> you, you need the uh, the Gaga plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to uh, to our point two, which is something that we were just speaking about a little bit be- before the air, which before we went on the air, which is that we we are in this game seven scenario. Uh, I believe uh, we, we're just underway here. And um, and it's the first time in history. I mean, it, it's easy to say it's the first time in history that any seven-game series in any of the major sports, which would be baseball, which would be basketball, which would be hockey, hockey, has even had so many as five games won by the road team. But in this series, unlike any that's ever happened before, we're already unique. All six games that have been played so far have been won by the road team. If Washington were to prevail tonight, not only would it be a a huge underdog uh, triumphing, I mean, the odds were very, very in favor of Houston before the series began, but it would obviously be an historic event, a complete series where the road team has won every game. Uh, Game sevens are great in any sport. Uh, uh, You know, it's win or go home. You've played at this point as long as you can play in the season, but we're guaranteed, thank you, that 50% of the participants are going to go home a loser tonight. So, uh, real quick, uh, we'll start with you, Mo. Who who are you looking at tonight? Uh, Scherzer versus Greinke. All right, so can we are we are we anyone taping this or worried about? It? I mean, are we giving live updates as we go? The game's obviously going on right now. Yeah, so the also, Astros are up. Sh- shout out to George Setti joining us. Gio, good to have you. Gio, Gio, we got another special message for Alfie, the end of the program. Alfie as well. What's up, cuz? So ahead, so the Astros are up one nothing. I did call it that the around. Astros would win, but the reasons the the big reason why I called the Astros to win this was essentially that. Uh, there's been a curse in sports over the last three years and anyone who calls out the president or says that they won't visit the White House or so forth they wind up falling short and he ultimately wins and and you you see all the reactions to game five and what the crowd did uh, and their their owner is openly you know really anti-Trump so just based on that jinx alone, I think that's why the Astros will uh, win the series. Wow! Mind you, mind you, the the Nationals have got an unbelievable team. I watched them play the Dodgers, and it was a game seven. And normally, when you travel out west, it takes a lot out of you. 
and uh, and normally that's 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 what you see. And and the, and the Nationals they were in it and they they came back from two nothing to win seven two in a decisive game seven. Yep. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a team with heart. They've got a ton of hitting, and they've got just as good pitching as uh, as the Astros. As we found out, a uh, good thing yeah. that Bryce Harper left to go to a, a team to make the World Series. Uh, Todd, Sorry. Todd, your your thoughts. Well, I haven't been. Uh, I have to admit, I haven't been following it very closely. But I did tune in a little bit last night um, and and learned that you know, as you just stated, John, that every uh, uh, every home team has lost so far, which I I thought I misheard. <laughs> Excuse me, but I want to just give a quick shout out to a great uh, commercial that I saw last night from Bud Light. Did you see the Bud Light commercial? Um, with I'm not the, sure. I did. Uh, is featuring a, a dude named Jeff Adams, who was in the stands in the outfield on Sunday nights. Oh, they put him into a commercial already. Two days later, oh. they've got a commercial showing the footage of the guy walking to his seat, a Bud Light in each hand, home run ball comes at him. He looks down, takes it off the chest, rather than drop his beers. And so the commercial is great. It's a 15 second commercial playing soft music as they show a slow mo replay of it. And it says, Not all heroes wear capes. And it's basically a shout out to this guy. Um, taking taking one in the chest so that he can then save his beer and he picks up the ball. Got it off the ground. So, a couple, couple, couple. Uh, let's take a look at it right. Oh, here it there is. Thank you, Ming. This is amazing. You wonder the best part? He still wound up with the ball. He got the ball. <laughs> he got the ball. It's crazy. Is that Mike Rowe? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Mike Rowe. Dirty yeah. jobs. You know what's he funny? Apparently said he apparently yeah. said afterward he gave a shout out to his little league coach who taught him how to get in front of the ball and you know keep it keep it on the ground whatever and he says he tried to angle himself a little bit, dropped right at his feet, picked it up. That's amazing. Didn't spill his beer. Did not spill either beer. Who was his little league coach? Buttermaker. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mo, uh, our good friend Jeremy Berg just tuned in. What's up, Jeremy? Uh, Todd, you know what that reminds me of? Do you remember? I don't know if it was ten years ago or so. Bud Light had a campaign, "Real Men of Genius." You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it had that great like soft rock song. Mm-hmm. I, I guess uh, I, I can't remember the exact one. <sighs> Real man of genius, and it was all guys exactly like this. You know that did uh, you know like the guy that invented the uh, the hat that can you can fit two beers on, and you know you can drink the two straws, things like that. So uh, I thought when you said the Bud Light commercial, I thought that's where you were going. Oh, with- there, there it is. Right oh, here, it's awesome. here we Real go. Real men of genius. Yeah, we got Ming back there. That guy Today singing. we salute you, Mr. Really Bad Toupee Wearer. <laughs> More than any looks like a Steve Perry knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> He's really into it, this guy. Your chrome dome cover says, hey guys, look at me. Maybe Rick Springfield. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look phonier if it had a chin strap. Look at you. Made of space-age fibers, it can repel anything. Rain, wind, snow, and especially... Oh, my God, there's George in the gym. Women. I don't think so. So crack open an ice-cold Budweiser, Mr. Stud in a rug. Then crack open another for that thing on your head. I don't think it's all space. <laughs> I love nice. that they have the gospel choir in there. <laughs> right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. What a classic... <laughs> Great campaign, great campaign. Yeah. Well, uh, good takeaway there, Todd, about the uh, about the game, and uh, and good point there. Um, we also had a couple of other bits of breaking news. Um, 
Ming, I'm going to ask you to cue this up. Uh, so, and then maybe I don't know if Todd and 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 Mo are able to see it if they haven't seen it yet. But we speaking of Disney Plus, I said we'd get back to it. They dropped the second trailer for The Mandalorian, which. Again, if it wasn't thanks to the fine folks of Verizon buying my first year's membership, I, I would have given Disney all my money. Remember, this series stars Pedro Pascal, formerly uh, Oberyn Martell, the Red Viper of Dorne from Game of Thrones. Uh, also, I just saw him in an excellent, excellent Netflix original movie called Triple Frontier uh, alongside uh, uh, Ben Affleck, uh, uh, Charlie Hunnam, Garrett Hedlund, and... Uh, and um, and Oscar Isaac. That's just an amazing cast, that movie. But in any event, this is Pedro Pascal. This movie takes place three years after the return of the Jedi. Million. And uh, and so the Empire has basically just been defeated. Um, there, there's no resistance yet. There's no First Order yet. You know, probably uh, right at the time this is happening, Luke is busy uh, uh, beating up his nephew or whatever ha- happened over there. And uh, Creepy and, Uncle Luke. Exactly. <laughs> Creepy Uncle Luke. And so... Uh, I think Ming, Ming's going to have it ready for us. Guys, if you have not seen this yet, this looks unreal. And, and we have to give all props to the godfather of the MCU, John Favreau, because uh, he's also going to be the godfather of the of the expanded Star Wars universe. This is his series, and uh, and it just looks great. Ming, whenever you're ready. And Mo and Todd, you can see that? Yeah. Watched it with the Dash Man uh, about an hour ago. Love it. Is the world more peaceful since the revolution? It is a shame that your people suffered. We know he's good with a spear. hunting is a complicated profession. said you were coming they said you were the best in the parsec would you agree Weathers. Yeah, I mean, look, you got Carl <laughs> Weathers, okay? Werner Herzog. You and that, I was gonna say that was German film director uh, Werner Herzog providing the narration there. You saw Gina Carano. Uh, you see uh, uh, Gus Fring himself, uh, uh, Carlo Esposito. That was actually Bill Burr, the comedian. I don't know if you saw I him. That looked like Bill Burr. Yeah, it, it was. He's either. firing two guns and he has another one on his shoulder. I mean, sure. and of course, IG88, and it looked like the other bounty hunter in the beginning is fighting Boss. Boss, yeah, thank Bosk. you, man. Yeah, okay, yeah, all of us who had that figure from 1981 can yes. recognize that. 
Um, what? So no Dengar? Come on, we need Dengar. Got the bandage on his head. Dengar limping over we, here. We need Dengar. Um, this looks insane. Looks good. I like it. All right, I got Susie Coco here, the lovely Suzanne, tuning in and saying, I have to admit I was skeptical about anything more Star Wars, but she's like, this looks cool. Thank you very much. Uh, we were getting it anyway. But um, Shocker. <laughs> any, any takeaways, thoughts? Mo, was this the, your first time seeing this? It certainly was. Okay, your, your first reactions yeah. then. Uh, a lot of badassery. I was actually on the fence about getting uh, uh, the Disney uh, Plus. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, you don't want to buy something just for one series, but this just looks amazing. And I thought, and mind you, I, I, uh, I had three shots yesterday, so uh, I'm not 100% with Ooh, us. Bourbon? Uh, Whiskey? <laughs> Penicillin, <laughs> boys. Come on. Purple Simplex 10. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I saw Terrence Howard in there. Uh, that, yeah. that, 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 that might have been the shots. Yeah, yeah that's definitely the shots. <laughs> or he might have been getting a shot or right He next might have been to taking yeah. shots. He was reprising yeah, his role from uh, Hustle and Flow as the, as the uh, uh, pimp turned MC DJ. Um, I, uh, Mike, did you? I mean, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but you know, from what they, they showed there. I'm, I'm, I'm just impressed that this is going to be on television. I mean, that looks like motion picture quality right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is Disney. That's true. And it is H uh, yeah, it's HBO Max or it's going to be uh, the Disney, Disney Plus. platform. Well, this is their Disney version. Plus. Yeah, yeah. But they'll be doing stuff. I'm sure they're going to be crossing Big money over behind this. And eventually, um, Disney will own everything, including HBO. So <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's only a matter of time. Mike, you signed up for Disney Plus. Uh, I get uh, no. I'm not signed. Actually, yes, I am signed up for Disney. Okay, Plus. Well, which means I get it too. So uh, you're yeah. gonna, you're, yeah. gonna get the yeah. password. Do wow. you do you have yeah, FiOS at home? That. I do. I've got the triple play. Okay, so you you're gonna be you're gonna be eligible for this free one year. Very nice. I'm excited. Now I just really really hope. I, mean, I don't know. I haven't read anything about this. You guys might educate me right now. I hope they're doing a Netflix model where they drop the whole season on one day. That'd be great. Well, Netflix is dropping that model. You know that, right? No, please yeah. don't tell me that. They're right? dropping their binge model, uh, rumored at 2020, January oh, 2020. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, John, then is, guess what? Be, Ming, we no longer have Netflix. Sure. Well, you just, Hold on, Todd. Hold on. This is no, why no, I think no, they're – whoop, go ahead. I was going to say this might need to be a future topic of debate along alongside, you know, do you read the book or watch the movie first? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, our decades-old debate, yeah. Or the success of you know a Game of Thrones, or like the the ability to, to kind of along with everyone else experience the serializa serialization of week to week unveiling versus binging it all. I know staying up all night and watching it. The the reason why I think when I was reading the article for Netflix to stop their binging is the fact of like Hulu. Disney or any of the other streaming services always put out weekly episodes. Right. And for me to binge, the only reason I got Netflix was to binge one show. But I did end up keeping it. But a lot of people, three three different smart TVs, mm -hmm. laptops, binge it, done. Right. Binge it, done. Binge it, done. You don't make any money off that. So to be fair, mind. I did use All Access, except I, they made exactly $0. I, uh, <laughs> I, I used a free seven-day preview. I watched the entire run of, me Disco too. of Discovery, Discovery. And then dropped that yeah, shit yeah. like a hot potato. So that I can no see Twilight that's why I think that yeah right. I think that's why Netflix is doing that because they're noticing people are just getting this seven day trial and then dropping it. Well, I have Hulu as well, and so does Ming, of course. Um, <laughs> but I started watching Castle Rock, and I don't mm -hmm. know if any of you guys have been watching that. Um, Castle Rock, it's based. Muppets? 
No, that's, <laughs> that's Fraggle Rock. <laughs> no, but, but that too. But though, my, Todd. But Mike, I haven't. But I just I've been seeing the the trailers for I've season heard it's two. Very good. Yes, and that makes me want to go back and watch season it's, one. Yes, a okay. very young Anne yeah, Wilkes. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's it's. And they're dropping it every week. They're dropping a new episode every week. I came in three weeks in, okay. so I had three, and then I'm like watching the third one. I'm like, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? I think that that's what uh, Hulu um, and Netflix are going to try to do for us is get us back on that weekly schedule. You've got to you've got to follow us, and you know you've got to be someplace. Or even if you're not going to be there when it drops, you'll watch it. Uh, on our timetable. So, so I, I can appreciate what you said, Todd, and, and I think you're right. That should be an entire segment or maybe even an entire show on that debate. Uh, I can tell you this. I just watched Watchmen Episode 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it la, three times. La, 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 la. Okay, I'm not going to reveal <laughs> anything then, but I've seen it three times. That's the official symbol for... Got for, you. Uh, no spoiler. Uh, spoil. No, this is a spoil, <laughs> spoiler-free statement. I've watched it three times since it dropped on Sunday night. Um, and the reason I've watched it three times, and then also this week I wound up watching Episode 1 again, which now brings that up to three times, is because... They're not giving me any new episodes. And this series is just absolutely amazing. And it's just laden with details, laden with Easter eggs. Again, it's a series uh, that rewards repeat viewings. So if it had been bingeable, uh, I, I would have been watching the whole it, series. So go it ahead. prioritizes absorption over consumption. You know, it's like you 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 soak it up mm-hmm. because of the fact that you've got a week to read about uh, it, yeah. talk about it, all of that versus Give me the next one. Give me the next one. Just put it in my veins. So I want to. I want to know how this ends. I will say this: lovely Suzanne is tuning in. Uh, never uh, uh, way way prior to the binge era, we had heard about the series twenty four. So we used at the time what we thought was a cutting edge service, Blockbuster Direct, uh, <laughs> uh, kind of function like Netflix a little bit. You know, you could sign up on a website, they mail you DVDs. We took the set of of the key, uh, of the Kiefer Sutherland series twenty four season one. They sent it in uh, uh, six CDs DVDs, and in twenty four hours. We binge watched the entire 24, 24 hour series of twenty four season one, and we did that for the next couple of seasons. I, I know we did it at least through season season three. Then the kids start to get in the way, you know those pesky kids. But uh, but but you know I never thought that would actually become a thing. But then Netflix made it a thing. All right. Anyway, uh, we we want to say what's up. We've got uh, we've got Hank Pelton on here. We've what's got going on Hank. We got Christine Marie saying what's up to Mike and Ming. All right. She's speaking of binging. She spent her night binging comic book men from AMC. Very Nice. Why All not? right. Excellent, Christine. Thank you so much. Um, John, before you move on off yeah. uh, Star Wars, I'm curious your perspective on the also rec- semi-recent announcement mm-hmm. about Benioff and Vice um, no longer being involved in the Star Wars universe. So you know you're right, and it is really? that that's 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 a, new news. It's very uh, adjacent to both of our stories, our, our Star Wars Mandalorian and our Game of Thrones uh, a prequel series. Uh, here's here's my take on it. Okay. I would have liked to see what these guys would have come up with. All right, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, let's see my batting averages. If you go seven for eight, you're uh, batting eight seventy five. So I enjoyed eighty seven point five percent of the seasons that they put out, <laughs> and uh, and I really really respect what they did, and um, and and I wanted to see that. What what worries me even more 
and this I know I'm going to get some booze in the room here, but by them dropping out, that means that Ryan Johnson trilogy is even closer to coming to reality, and that is not something I want to see after what he did with The Last Jedi. So I hope that, and I'm sure they do because they're smart people, that, that Disney and the Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy and everyone involved there has a contingency plan for these two guys flaking out on them. And they, and they walked away from... Uh, what's the the exact term? A shit ton of money? Um, uh, uh, you know, yes, I believe that. <laughs> they walked away from to a bigger shit ton. Well, they did get I mean, they did get a nine figure deal from Netflix to develop uh, whatever. They're, mm-hmm. So that doesn't quite put them in the trace commas club, but it's like very high uh, dose commas. So uh, good for them. Uh, bad for us because we're not going to get to see their Star Wars, especially since the rumor was going to be. Knights of the Old Republic, taking Ooh. place thousands of years before when Jedis and Sith were just battling all over the place. Would have been epic. We're not going to get to see it. At least not now. Mm. If you saw, see all the statements from Disney and from Kathleen Kennedy over at the Lucasfilm division, they're saying they're not treating this as a no. They're saying, okay, these guys want to go do the Netflix thing? We'll wait. We'll be here when they're ready. So I hope uh, I hope they can come back with it. Thank you. Good question, Todd. Uh, let's get to point two, which are things we're not going to be talking about tonight. Things we're not going to be talking about tonight. <laughs> Kanye West's new gospel album. Okay, moving right along. Uh, let's talk about some of the beer we're drinking. Todd, why don't you start us off? Because you definitely started drinking before us. What was your first beer of the night? Uh, well, it was my first and my second beer of the night. Um, I'm keeping it local, going with Goose Island. I've had a couple uh, Goose Island Sophies. Oh, this is yeah. their. Uh, Belgian style saison. Beautiful. It is uh, delightful. It's um, you know, it's a little bit of little bit of a, a sweetness to it, a little bit of sour to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wish was I was that? drinking out of that mug. Um, so yeah, I've got a I've got another one teed up, a darker one teed up from Goose Island that I'll uh, that I'll crack in a minute. But um, two into this one, it's feeling uh, pretty good. Uh, Sophie's like so- a great beer. Uh, Mo may remember this, he may not. Mo, Mo the uh, the non drinker, used to do the beer inventory for us at our former pub, the Wild Goose. We were able to bring that in, put it on tap. We were the only place in New York City that had it at the time. This was about 2011, 2012. Uh, great beer of course i've enjoyed it since then uh, with you out at goose island it tastes even better then but i'll tell you what, what ming and i are drinking right here uh and it's also keeping it local but keeping it local to you todd because this is from half acre brewing chicago no illinois oh, half acre brewing own. and this is called benthic and benthic we've been there is their bourbon barrel aged imperial stout brewed with coffee and coconut is that what I was picking up? It, it is. It, wow. it, it looks about the consistency of real, real heavy-duty motor oil, and um, it's impenetrable. Herb, I'm looking at you right now. I can't see you, man. There's just zero, zero translucency to this, and uh, it, it is no. so, so good. You know, Hints of coconut. It's a beer I first had about a year ago. Uh, I've been trying to track it down since then. Uh, I walk into my local uh, little silver bottle shop. Lo and behold, they have it there. I, I said, what? you guys are carrying Chicago beer now? I was very, very happy. I said, we have to get it for the program. I would have... I guess it would have been appropriate if I waited till it was an episode that you were out here, Todd, to do a Chicago beer. Yeah, or, or like the last time I uh, we talked about this and I told you, just give me a heads up and I'll go get some. We could have had it together. Okay, I got, it, it is a little more readily available for you. I guess that's true. Next time. But good level Next of time. non-coordination as we usually do. So, Ming, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, this, this tastes 
It, it reminds me <laughs> of alcoholic motor oil, and it's awesome. What's the ABV on this one? You know, that's a really I'm good. I'm feeling cool. very warm right now. He's like, very red. I'm yeah. feeling yeah. like nine, nine-ish, ten. Uh, keep going, buddy. What? Eleven? Thirteen. This one's twelve point eight. Holy crap! Wow. Mike, close. you're close, man. I've, but wow. I went over. I I <laughs> lost. Close is yeah, without going over. Right. I lost according to you know prices. Prices, prices right. Prices right rules. Uh, Mo, we do want to see a little bit, not so much of what you're drinking, but what you're drinking it in. Okay, we got a little. So, I uh, this this mug right here was a uh, rotate present rotate the, the other way. Lovely <laughs> Athena Andros, <laughs> and I think it was what three years ago. Uh, maybe two years ago. Right there. Yeah, yeah. So this is when we went to the uh, to the New Jersey Science Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And uh, they had a, a Star Trek exhibit. And that we are sitting on the set of the Enterprise D. Was that the Liberty yeah. Science Center or? Yeah, yeah Liberty, yeah. Okay, Liberty cool. Science Center. Yeah, Liberty Science Center. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we took Not this pi- we took this picture of us on the bridge here, and uh, of course the lovely Suzanne and, and her entire coterie of friends had great fun with it. And Athena took it one step further and made custom mugs for uh, for Mo and I as a Christmas gift. So good and, on you, and brother. And the best part of that was there were about fifteen signs that said absolutely no food. And John brought some popcorn, and uh, that is true. Nice to make a, a nice little trail of popcorn. I, I'm one of the only human <laughs> beings that have uh, trailed popcorn onto the bridge of the Enterprise. Uh, <laughs> all right, listen, we're going to move to our next segment, and our next segment has to do with our good guest right here, uh, D.W. Uh-huh. Herb Clodier. He is. Uh, wow, you even said the last name properly. We're Look trying, baby. We're trying. So, uh, 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 you come to us, obviously. You know. Um, you're, you're no stranger to the Shared Universe studio. Matter of fact, you and I met the first time here live yeah, and in person. It's a Christmas party slash grand opening. That's yeah, right. which yeah. would have been. When you maybe- only had this studio and. That's right. That's right. And um, you know we've stayed in touch, and you and you've done a few podcasts here. So so tell us a little bit about the Earplug Podcast, the Earplug Podcast Studio and Network, Fanboys Inc., and any new projects that you're working on right now. Well, well, we got another two hours. No. Uh, Welcome to Point Blank. Well, obviously, I can say uh, these two gentlemen obviously helped inspired. Fanboy Zinc, which was the original network. I think I started maybe almost a, maybe a year after you guys. I think maybe about a year after uh, Mike and Ming started, um, I sell comics. So we started Fanboy Zinc. And I wanted to bring that up because uh, a couple weeks ago you were talking about fanboys and what whatnot. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. And we purpose, I purposely made the name Fanboys Inc. to put fan back into fanboys. It's a four letter word. We, we, let's right. be honest. Yep. Yeah. Fanboys are assholes. Yeah. I mean, seriously, we, you deal with it probably on a daily basis more than. No comment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but hey, listen, so that I, pays his salary. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Thanks me and beer and skittles. I understand. Neither but beer nor skittles. I wanted to bring back more of the fun part of it. Right. <laughs> And not the negative connotation right. that right. fanboys have. So we started that. We did that for six years with our original podcast, Inkcast. Uh, did 285 episodes. Couldn't make it to the 300 in oh five years. God, that's but amazing, man. Some things wow. happened. Uh, we t- we started the network where we have Angry Geeks, uh, Random Shit, Random Guy, which you guys know Phil from mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky, which is now he's in Alabama. Um and that, that's more of a lateral step. <laughs> <laughs> He's not moving ding, on ding, up. Ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, so, 
some things happened. We had a sponsorship problem, personal life. I just dropped it. And at that point, it was uh, six years going in. I was ready to just can it mm-hmm. and just be like, I'm done with it. I've had enough. We missed maybe three weeks out of five, five and a half years. I did a lot of con travel. Wow. And it was done. Uh, creators uh, like Joe St. Pierre, your good friend Ron Mars. <laughs> Just kidding. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Um, and Mings, too. I mean, yeah, really. I know. I'm I like, not the only I like, one. I like, uh, well, I'm the, not the uh, only one that he was no, slagging on. No, Silver no, Surfer no. writer, Ron Mars? Yeah, yeah. Yes, the, the yeah. One Kyle Rayner, oh, Ron yeah, Mars. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, that too. Yeah. Uh, people like him, Paul Harding. I'm not name dropping, but they like, where is the show? What's right. going on? We like to have the show come back. Bring in cast back. Bring something back. And my whole thing is, was one of these days, the pop culture, Marvel, DC, comic book, superhero um, bubble is going to pop. It may, may not happen for the next five or ten years. It could happen in four. We don't necessarily know that. So that's why I decided to do the Earplug Podcast mm-hmm. Network and step away. I still own Fanboys Inc. website. I still own all that and so all the old shows. But I wanted to branch out. And then talking with Ming, and then all of a sudden it was we branched out. We uh, started doing uh, Angry Geeks came back on. Random shit, random guy came back on. Steady geeking. Actually, Ming and I went to uh, Hudson Valley Comic Con, where we, I think it was pretty much your first time saying, "Hey, come and podcast with us." Yeah, for sure. At a table. Oh, so, yeah. Live yeah, at, the, at the convention. Yeah, yeah. I, I negotiated. I was like, "Hey, yeah. I'll come, but you gotta give my buddy DW yeah. a table. You gotta yeah. give our nice, friend Nicole man. Jelinek a table. Yes, that's you right. Get us hotel and rooms. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was fun. It was so, fun." You set up everything you set up a whole setup the, the whole setup, speakers yeah. uh, board microphones we podcasted all weekend so what we did we had um, a panel and then we, we had we had fun did you, go the, did you go to that dive bar with us where the you mean the, the strip club no the, the, <laughs> <laughs> well that was after yeah, but I don't know. if there's a strip club we know, yeah, Ming I know. Was there. him yeah. and nicole that's a whole different podcast gentlemen uh, trust me that's a whole is, different it is absolutely um, so that sunday we had scheduled and promoted from one to three, come and podcast with now, us. We would record the episodes and give you the audio files. Yeah, the standard model of yeah. that, you know, we came So there with. was five different people coming in, and Steady Geeking was one of them. And after talking with them afterwards, we gave them their 10-minute file, mm-hmm. and they, this is how you start your podcast. Mm-hmm. Talking with them a couple of weeks later, I'm like, uh, they hit me up. They gave me an episode. I said, you want to be exclusively on the network? And they said, sure. So they're, they're taking a little hiatus, but they've been with us since, what's that, uh, 2017? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, wow. I had a big so, relationship with them, and uh, you've had a steady string of shows coming yes. in, which I thought was yeah. cool. How many how many shows do you currently have on the Earplug Network? Right now, I we have uh, Random Shit, Random Guy. We have Angry Geeks, uh, which will be in Rhode Island this weekend. Uh, we have Steady Geekin', just took a break. Okay. Uh, my show's coming back, the second season of The Rant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll talk about the, the yep. new show. Um, I have uh, Single and Surviving, which got court-ordered to oh, stop. Court-ordered? You know that. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah. exciting. A judge came down and said, you have to stop podcasting. Yeah. Uh-huh. A judge. Yeah. Guys, came we're down. slacking. We, we've, we've yet that's, to get court orders. Uh, no yes, orders, yes, yes, no yes. restraining <laughs> orders, no yeah, order nothing. at all. So she was, I I can say this publicly, she was, uh, we did uh, 12 episodes, single and surviving, <laughs> a young mom married for 20 plus years, then trying to get into the dating game. You mm-hmm. know, there was no apps, mm-hmm. there was no nothing. She started getting in the dating game, so she talked each week about Mo, that. Oh, you're paying attention right now? Okay, good. Here you go. Stay away from what Tinder. Day? No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Stay away from Grindr, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, we were ta- we did 12 episodes. It was probably one of the most highest listened to podcasts. Over the, even the ones that we've had for mm-hmm. years. She's talking about her experiences yes. out in the and dating. And she 
that's great. Was giving details of dates. She didn't give anybody's name, but she right. said, "I'm gonna." She re, she got on apps to do research. Uh-huh. Like she was like scoping these guys out. All right, I'm gonna go on a date. Yeah, I'm gonna get you know free drink and dinner. I want to see how it goes. And she would come back and tell exactly what the guy was an asshole or whatnot. But without they, revealing his identity. Correct. Of course. Okay. So the problem was, she slipped twice. She says oh. name. said the ex's name, and they were going through a divorce. Oh, so it had nothing to do with the guys oh. who she was dating. Oh. So oh, it was the ex. What a piece of crap yeah, he but is. But yeah. her, her, so, her ex should be public record. So I mean. he, she mistakenly, and it was so quick. It wasn't even a last name. I only know him because I know her and I know mm-hmm. the situation, and they were going through the divorce. Right. She calls me up on episode 13, says, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm like, why? She's like, I got co-ordered to stop. I'm like, okay. Um, well, so audio, divorce- files, audio files had to be removed? put on a... F- no. <laughs> audio files had to be put on a flash drive. Okay. He was saying defamation of character. I told, this is what you got to give him. Her lawyer wanted us to take the episodes down, and I put my foot down. I said, uh, she owns the episodes, but... In this case, I said, no, it's a network property. Yeah. There was no defamation of character. I'll stand up for this. These episodes stay. They still get Good listened on you. for two years now since she's been gone because the divorce has been going in I was going to say, long. because once the divorce is finalized, then she's, she, she's come back on. We've already done two canon already. If she's still dating. She might be in a relationship by now. Who no. knows? Okay. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm, I hope you <laughs> Guys, 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 guys. Well, it's nice <laughs> to know the ex is a, is a loyal viewer. <laughs> that's, well, that's what I told her. I'm like, hey, at least he's watching. Todd, he's listening. <laughs> Mo, who, let's just see if we're on the same wavelength here. Is there anyone we can think of that we can introduce to her that would be ready for this kind of dating drama? Well, what type of animal does she like? I don't know. I can ask her. Or does she like George the Animal? Because we can, we can, <laughs> because Well, our, she is in radio. So she knows oh, broadcasting. Okay, right, she yeah. was also, uh, you know, Yolanda Vega? Yeah. yeah. She was also the ball girl. She she was a New York State lottery ball girl? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Well, now, wait, but, does, wow. uh, does this lady like Lady Gaga or <laughs> or the LA Rams? Is she a Rams fan? She's that's definitely a... not a Rams fan. Uh, Lady Gaga, no. Oh, all right. It's not going to work out. Does she like to cook uh, Italian food? Uh, she likes to eat it. There you oh, go. Okay. <laughs> and we're back in. We're back in, baby. Now, listen. So, anyway. you, got, you got a loyal listener viewer here, Stu Greenberg, who's tuning in right yes. now, saying he was wondering what happened, and he said he listened. Every episode. And there was no defamation. Yeah. All right, so I think... Every episode he I was think there. he's volunteering to be called for the trial <laughs> as a witness. Stu, you want to come to Glens Falls for a court date? Hashtag new Stu uh, on yeah, trial. Does. Okay. So the other one uh, is uh, Force for Life. It's a uh, foundation that I'm uh, on the board of. Okay. So we take care of... We kind of help with cancer survivors and any things that are going on in the local area, like bullying. We set up campaigns. We do oh, fundraisers. Mm. We do a weekly podcast where we have guests talking about cancer surviving. We had one guest on uh she was videotaped in school beaten like brutally beaten and they put it on facebook and it went nuts and it was in our local one of our local schools we had her on with her mom they her mom's like i'll tell you everything i mean it was awesome to hear and it was bad of the situation at what happened um and just the these the strength and what's going on with bullying right now people yeah. don't i don't think people really understand how bad it really until, is until it hits home right and so we deal with that uh we have a couple um events coming up and whatnot so he wanted to come on two years ago and and talk about 
what Forest for Life is and have people come out and tell their stories. You know, people don't understand necessarily about cancer and what goes in and out and treatments and how you survive and what you have to go through. So it's good. It's a good podcast. Now, just one thing I want to be clear, because we mentioned this before we came on the air. Yeah. But for those who are just tuning in now or, or maybe missed that. Yeah. So when you say local area, the local area for you is where? Uh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's uh, Glens Falls, New York. Uh, for people to know, it's an hour north of Albany and 10 minutes south of Lake George. Or uh, mm-hmm. two hours south of Plattsburgh, New York. Oh, yeah. Beautiful or, Plattsburgh, New York. Or an hour away from our favorite town, Troy. Troy, New York. That's, that's right. right. Whoa, that's right. Whoa, 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 Troy, New York. Troy, yeah. New York yes, was Troy. one of the original National League teams yeah. in Major League Baseball. Yeah. I just want to get that mm-hmm. out there. Uh, so, so, Ming, you just did a con up in Plattsburgh? Yeah. I did. Are so you, you drove past Herb and then two more hours. I did. Yeah, and I and I drove and met him up there. Yeah, he came up. <laughs> yeah, when oh, I came so up. you guys just saw each other a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because am I was that uh, right around October feast? When was that? It was uh, a couple of weeks before yeah. October oh, okay, feast. Okay. It was the the same day as the Q beer launch. That yes, I went. Right. I partied. He was going to stay. He was going to stay with us in Glens Falls, but he's like, "Yeah, I am not going to." Yeah, and I couldn't drag myself out until about eight thirty p.m. <laughs> at a five hour drive ahead of me. Oh my god! And I got to the beautiful. Van Winkle Motel in Plattsburgh, New York, at about two thirty a.m. I'm not sure. How you know, be- I love how, how Ming goes for the was. dives and the greasy spoons like I do, but man, the uh, the, the, rape, the rape motels can't that he do goes the to. I'm not doing that. Hey man, sixty bucks a night, you can't beat it. Yeah, well, I had one and it had, had a real glory hole in it. Oh. Trust me, I'm I'm good with that. And how was it? <laughs> You're funny. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't try did it, it out. Did, did it fit? Okay, so <laughs> now why wouldn't was you too try small. it out? Because the hole was too small. Oh, boom. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, speed forward, uh, Ming and I have been talking um, on and off and talking about doing a studio mm-hmm. and sharing some ideas, Podcast Detroit and whatnot. So, I'm like, you know what? It's time. And mm-hmm. uh, we just started uh, officially. I went out of my house, my studio, which I had been doing, but officially about four months ago, we got one right down next to one of Ming's favorite places to hang out is the bullpen. Oh, the in, bullpen. In downtown yes. Glens Falls. It's oh, we've, we we got to get Ross Brewing beer. Yes, in the we do. And the full moon. All right. I'm, sh- I'm shouting you guys out if you're listening. Full moon. Um, so, yeah, it's an uh, old building. It's on the fo- uh, fourth floor. Um, oh, you had to outdo these guys by one. What's that? We're at the, yeah, we're yeah, the third yeah. floor here. Well, you had to go one more. Well, well, we're we'll get take this. over the entire floor. So yeah, that's yeah, there cool. you go. Um, it's a three-room studio. Okay. So it's one big room with three little fingers. So it's kind of like Great. independent. In, independent. Uh, two, you can do two pod, to two pod, and three podcasters. Four, and then the third one's going to be a game room, live streaming Twitch, Twitch. Whatnot. Oh, sure. And then the Very main one, now, yeah. the main one is going to be set up like this with a bigger table in my office because I can do my day job there as well. Oh, nice. um, the only added benefit you guys got is you don't need an elevator operator. I do. An, an operator? elevator operator? Wow. Is that like a union position? or? We have the oldest elevator in New York State. <laughs> I hear Nick Fury's grandfather was looking for work. <laughs> yeah. so. so is this, this guy wearing the little uniform and everything? He's the maintenance guy slash elevator operator, and he stops at 5 o'clock. So that becomes what? an issue. You take yeah. the fire escape down? Or like, what do you do? Got to walk up. The, that's the downside. It's literally the oldest elevator. I mean, that's got to be part of your promotional materials. It, literally, it's the old metal mesh. Two uh-huh. things, and it takes forever to go four, four five, or four floors. Two yeah. things. So wow. he's only there from nine to five. So it's tough for me to schedule because some of the the new podcast podcasts that are coming, I got older gentlemen coming. I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna make 
the four flights. It's it's not going to happen. So, but I then again, know. they're older gentlemen, so they're looking for their early bird special. They'll be there before five. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe right. that that'd be that'd be good. He's not I, serving food, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Podcast. I can't. The bullpen said they'll cater it. Really? We're, yeah. When we do the grand opening, we're they're going to cater the food and and I want drinks. two poached eggs <laughs> yeah, right. and lightly toasted <laughs> so, white bread. Sorry, right. we got a uh, Shake Shack and uh, Popeyes at our beck and call. Yeah, no, and, awesome. and Bangkok House. Don't forget oh, Bangkok and Far East Taste. So that's pretty much the gist. Uh, coming back, you said, uh, what's new? Yeah. Um, we've been working with uh, Altered Reality, the Rhode Island Comic Con, nice. Colorado Comic Con, uh, Angry Geeks. I'm now the co-host. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did you say Colorado Comic Con? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's a little outside. Yeah, here. they have Empire, which is Albany, Empire yeah. Con, Rhode Island. Comi- is it Comic Con? Uh, Comic Con. Yeah, Comic-Con. with two ends in Hartford. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, this and is uh, Rhode Island, right? Steve yes, Perry, yeah, yes, his, Steve Perry, his uh, yeah. altered reality. And Eric Yako is yes. owns one of them yep. too. So we've been working with them. I've now become the co-host. I've missed coming on weekly talking about comics mm-hmm. for so many years. So our podcast, the Angry Geeks, are exclusive to us. They lost a third. They asked me to come on. So now I'm finally ah, getting back into the back in the, the chair. Yeah, okay. I'm back in the chair every week on Fridays. So we've worked out a deal with them that. Uh, panel moderation we're gonna do co-sponsorships that's awesome so we're gonna be working with them a lot more so that gets me back into the game a little bit Um, but uh, they've expressed interest in bringing back Fanboys Inc because even with nothing going on since 2018 I think was the last article we put up it still gets hits and my old episodes still get hits too so and the social media is still active you post links to new things uh, on Fanboys Inc still you know like new new comic news and before it was our news right we had four comic book writers and five overall movie TV people working. It comes to the point like any business, you know, we're not generating a ton of money. You know, back then, six years ago, podcasting wasn't making right. squat for money. Right. So when we get article writers, you know, we got to try to give them something. Of course. Did you, did you break the story that Jim Lee classily tells Rob Liefeld, huh. Mike Zapsick, not so much. <laughs> is that what you did? You, uh, you no, the guys that no. broke that one? Is this All the right. source of the bleeding cool <laughs> that was story? Bleeding right cool. Here. Uh, yeah, I love bleeding cool. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, that's funny, Mike. So, oh, I heard I ever, we, we broke the Ron Mars story. No, I'm totally I, kidding. I am totally kidding. To be honest with you, Ron Mars and I have yes, nothing. I know, we have I no know. problem. We made up and yes, we're, I know, we're good. I know. And made out or... Uh, no, again, I'm actually, not allowed on Grinder anymore. So, uh, sorry, actually, right. a funny story. Way back when that happened, I met these guys at Asbury Park. Yeah, uh, Asbury Con at Asbury the Park at, Comic Con. Yeah. Oh yeah, at, sure. the, at the bowling alley. The next one was at the convention center. Correct. Yes. Yes. It was a week after what happened on the air. Guys, you can Google it. I'm not going to get into the details here. I Mike actually was a was so cool. I podcast with him. I was so nervous then. I'm like, it's Mike Zapic. Oh my God, he's the comic book man. Now it's just Mike. You know, I'm just kidding. Um, Still is. You were so awesome with me. I was so nervous. I got off pod and I said, this stays off pod, but I'm friends with Ron. Could you please tell me your side of the story that's not on a pod? And it, it stays off air. Mm-hmm. And, but wow. it was so awesome of him. He doesn't know me. I've only met him twice. And just to be like that and be approachable like that was amazing. So wow. I just wanted to well, say. Well, we got a good guy right here. That's yeah. for sure. But, I, but that, gave, that showed me your integrity. 
and also trust in me. Like, who's this kid that's only podcast, or I've only seen him twice, and you're going to tell me your side of the story and be really dead honest about it. I just thought that was amazing. Herb, I've got a question for you. This comes to me from Irvine, California, Mo Youssef. <laughs> um, so why are you, why, why can't I go on Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we've got Mo and Todd. Why is your profile picture my face? They uh, <laughs> they they live across the country. They're yep. able to participate here with us on Point Blank, even week in and week out uh, through the magic of Skype. So is this something over at the Earplug Network that you guys are able to do as well? Yes. Can people remote in, or yes. you have to be? You don't have to nope. just be nope. in that little area right there. Nope. It's pretty much. I, I mean, it's pretty much almost the same model. I oh, mean, okay. we can Skype. Um, we're a Zoom house as well, so it's oh. kind of like I think we've all kind of shared ideas. That sounds fun, and, by the way. I don't know what that means, but that sounds a lot what, of fun. A Zoom house? Yeah. Oh, the house of Zoom, man. The house yeah, of Zoom. Yeah, that's the recorders. Where that started it right now, man. <laughs> I got you. Um, you got Zoom but, gear, man. You're welcome in the house. But of Zoom. I think we've all kind of shared ideas. Once again, it's nice that it's called the shared universe uh, you know, podcast yeah, studio. But I, you know, Mike, what's the quote? I'm sorry. What the quote when uh, when all water rises? When when yeah when water rises all boats float. Bam. That's us. Yeah. Mike Sapsic, everybody. So. Hitting a little close to home for uh, the Sandy reference. That's, but that's okay, right. Okay. Hey. So, so anyway, uh, we're if gonna... I lived in a houseboat, I'd have been swell. <laughs> so we're gonna try to revamp, rebring back Fanboys Inc. I don't know. Okay, if be do it, brother. Right? Do it. I don't know if you've be got podcast. a good brand there, a solid brand. You don't want to well, let it go. You know to what? Waste. It's funny. Now that I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Okay. You're in business. You you brand. You do logo branding and business. Sure. I, with Fanboys Inc., through my personal issues and whatnot, I really thought at the time it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. I feel that I, and for you guys listening to you, Mo and Todd, after making that decision, I kind of still kick myself in the ass for that because the brand was doing so well. We sure. were at this point, you guys would understand this. I was getting eight to 10,000 listens finally yep. after five years. Mm. You know what that means? Wow. That could be, be great. That means endorse, you know, sponsorships, yeah. yep. sure. yep, yep, mid roll, whatnot. Sure, whatever, yeah. Um, we're getting into cons, we're getting press passes, we're getting acknowledged. And then when all this other shit happened, I'm like, I it just consumed me so much that I dropped it. Earplug is, I like the logo, I like what, great we, logo. I, I like what we're doing with it but it's just not it's not grabbing it doesn't have the same oomph that fanboys and i'm i'm concerned how do you bring that back and that's why i'm worried about bringing fanboys inc back because i i'm one person right now trying to do two brands this brand fanboys inc was really good well i can appreciate that (laughs) so uh, now i'm not sure what to do as uh, still the fire for Fanboys Inc. I do, but back then we had a team. Sure. I mean, there was a team of s- almost six people. I right. can't write. I'm a crappy writer as yeah. it is. Well, and I will bring back Incast. Obviously, that's sure. what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. But we need. I don't, I'm not sure if I get have the help the, for the shit you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. Get a new yeah. band back together. Yeah, yeah. but oh, you God. Know, Avengers God. Assemble, man. No, That's I, what you no, do. Oh, well, while you're I, looking no, for no, someone to write about pop culture, geez, that's going to be real hard to find. Yeah, but I'm it is, sure. It, but it is. This is what I'm saying. This is why we lost our guys. I have one. I have a, a buddy. Uh, he might even be listening. He got seven quotes in two years from Image Comics, and I thought he was a new writer. He was honored for that. He's right. like, I loved how. That's awesome, you know. But. I can't keep doing this. I have a so day listen, job. Did, and I'm like, okay, you, go back to writing one article you, a week. And he's like, but I just can't. You and gotta, then he leaves. So here's what I'm going to give you, okay? 
think like the mogul that you are, okay? <laughs> and here's what I mean. You're going to be breaking new talent all the time. Yeah. As Ming just alluded to, there is no shortage of people that want to break in right. writing about pop culture. Mm-hmm. My bro- my brother Tom, uh, he-, he wrote for 411 Media for years. Uh, they said to him, uh, okay, we have one column available for you. We want you to be our rap album reviewer. Okay, prior to that, he had listened to zero rap albums in his life. Wow. But he said, if that's how I'm going to break, break in, in. I want to do it. You remember that mode? That's my brother Tom. So, so you know, it could be, you know, he's like, I want to write about Dungeons and Dragons. I want to write about movies. But if this is what it's going to take for me to get it. Right. And so he wrote in. And so people, you know, they're going to they're going to write. And, then, you know, you, you want to be fair, too. Yeah, yeah. You certainly want to be fair too, but you come up with something that works for you right. and works for them. All right. This is not did, be- what we did in the beginning was because we couldn't pay. You you get that, you know. Yeah. So if you did enough, you get if you, depending on what state you're in, I'll get you press passes. There you go. I'll yeah. get you into the cons. There I are can't perks. pay you, but this is what I can do for you now. And you it can. did work. Well, listen, and that's a material value. Yes. Plus, it's not only getting them in as a press pass, they've got this unlimited access. So there's there's value there. All right. That's so so should we get a plug for George Setti writing for uh pastthewire.com? Pastthewire.com. We, listen, we, we've got a frequent point blank guest here, okay? George Giorgio Gio, the animal city, and he uh, he has started to make a side business writing, a, a side living writing for various websites. Nice. He just, uh, they just joined uh, pastthewire.com. They said you have to write about horse racing. One thing I can tell you, there's nobody that knows less about horse racing than George. <laughs> and uh, not but if he, you're a good writer, you can write anything. So 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 I'm just saying we we, we can connect you with some yeah. talent. All right, what I want to do. Uh, Herb, because we're going to circle back to you in a little bit. Sure. Because we've got a couple of cute ideas Thanks here. for the answers, guys. Uh, no no worries. And we can even talk more a little yeah, bit definitely. off air, too. Um, I want to get to top three. It's our next segment. Okay. Okay. And top three, of course, each week we're going to ask you, the Point Blank listeners, viewers, fans, what is your top three on a particular topic? We put that topic out one to two days before airtime. We're going to solicit responses on the Point Blank Facebook page. We're gonna we're gonna get it on the on the on the uh, on my own page. Mo's gonna share it. Todd's gonna share it. Mike and Ming are gonna share it. It's all out there. We tabulate all of the votes. We put it out in, in our fellow a shared universe uh, 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 podcast, Essential Guy Talk. We put it in their group. We we tabulate all the votes and then we come up with the answers. But before we reveal those answers we're going to go around the room this week's topic top three song remakes or cover versions song remakes or covers we're going to start today in chicago we're going to start with chicago. todd sullivan tms sully cool t-bone what have you got there buddy all right uh i'll give you a couple quick ones so uh I'll do in honor of muhammad i think i have four or five honorable mentions go go, 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 all go, them, go for it but, go for uh it. we'll do you know so i got you got to put hurt johnny cash on there i think that that got a lot of hits on your uh in your in your public very uh, post, john yep as did Jimi hendrix all along the watchtower great stuff listen to that in uh in, in college a ton I, uh, comically, I'll put one on um, as an honorable mention from Run DMC, Walk This Way. I say comically because unlike your brother, I was more into rap um, when I was younger. And I remember distinctly watching the video for Run DMC, Walk This Way, thinking, who is this like cheese ball band that they got to play these rock? Oh, my God. Stop it. Wall? I had it's only Aerosmith. Exposure <laughs> at that point to Aerosmith. 
Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, I had Fuji's Killing Me Softly on my list, and and Nirvana, Man Who Sold the World. Those are all those are all uh, also Rans in, in my list. My top three in no particular order. I have um, Guns and Roses, Knock Knock Knocking on Heaven's Door, mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. Yep. Good uh, pick. From Youth Your Illusion, I think either one or two. Shout out to Lou Bourdon. Um, I've got Urge Overkill, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. Neil Diamond is is a fantastic singer, um, but as you know, Pulp Fiction, one of my favorite movies, and uh, they crushed it with that one. Mm-hmm. And for uh, for my last one, maybe my number one, going on a personal front, my wedding song, Israel Kamakawiwa oh, yeah. Ole, singing Over the Rainbow, Judy Garland hit. <laughs> And uh, that was a song my wife and I got danced to in our marriage, in our well, in our wedding. So cheers. Okay, so first, so here I'm just going to give you a little commentary about what you uh, what you just said there. So for those of us of a certain age and a certain generation that came up with Pulp Fiction, uh, Urge Kills version of "Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon" did very well in the survey. We'll talk about that in a moment. I thought I was going to be the literal only person to come up with. Uh, with is Israel. Get uh, out. You had him on there. It's uh it's uh it's Kamakawi wa ole and uh and, and that that's what you were going for there. No, you forgot a syllable. Kamakawi wi wo ole. It's wa ole. And um and I think it's a great man, song. So, so 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 great, you know, gone before his time, but then again look at his physique, maybe not before his actual time. So good job there. <laughs> uh Mo, we're gonna throw to you your top three song remakes or covers. All right, cool. So, uh, like Todd, I'll I'll hit my honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is "Hallelujah" by Susan Boyle, and I oh. think that's the one that got her really, <laughs> oh really famous. <laughs> what? Susan, who? <laughs> Whoa! You are a very special person, a, my friend. <laughs> Whoa! When you said "Hallelujah," uh, there's something that got a lot of votes, but that wasn't <laughs> it, man. Go for it. All right. <laughs> uh, Andre Bocelli's "Amazing Grace." I actually saw him live in uh, in the Honda Center, brought people to tears. But here, here are my top. Not three. that he saw it, but go ahead. <laughs> um, Killing oh. Me Softly by the Fugees. Okay, very good. Yep. Uh, Wonderwall by Oasis. Uh... And the third one is American Pie by Madonna. Wait, George. George, are you there? Is that you? There's a lot to you unpack. You definitely need to get off Grinder. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that your number one is not something that anyone else voted for. It makes you unique, and that's what makes you you. But let's get back to your number two. I was trying to dig into this a little more earlier today. Your number two is Wonderwall by Oasis. But Oasis wrote the song and recorded it. I'm not sure that would qualify then as a cover or a well, remake. Well, they wrote it, but then they remade it when they recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> because I, now, I thought you knew a version you know, I didn't this know. Is, this I don't is my know. weakest subject. All right. Okay. I mean, this isn't Hisham. I don't know. I mean, no, 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 no. I, I went online. I, I just I said, okay, top top twenty uh, remakes. You know, song remakes. And right? then, so, which one did you it like? It was on there. It, I mean, that's the reason why I chose it. I even realized it was a, uh, it w- it wasn't a remake, and they it was on there. I'll send you the link, and, and uh, well, no, yeah, so we we, we appreciate your you know, due I feel diligence. Like I'm, I'm guilty. No, no, no. Listen, yeah. and Wonderwall has been so, remade tremendously, and it's going to be in one of mine. I'm going to mention that. It's a fantastic mangle. But, 
but it's not, but Washington but the, has scored two one top of the seventh. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Wow! Live updates right here. Live sports updates. Here's what. Here's home what, run. Anthony Rendon. No, not again. He did it last night too, man. Yes, he's the MVP, man. If they win, uh, absolutely. MVP. He had five RBIs last night. Yes, sir. And that wasn't even the best thing he did. You see the play he made. Yes, I did. Deep in the hole to yes, get, get out of first. But in any event, anyway, getting back to Mo. Great job. Um, interesting job. And so hey, we're here to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So we're gonna throw it to our guest here, Herb. What are your now, Herb? You were very coy, my friend. When we put our poll out there, you said, uh, 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 no, I'm, I'm saving nothing. it for the podcast. That's what we say here. Save play, it for the man. pod. Go for play. it, brother. Go for well, it. Mine are a little not as obscure as Moe's. Okay. Um, Hurt was already on there, so mm. this is no particular order. Johnny I'm, Cash, yeah. Yes. I'm going to go with Joan Jett. I love rock and roll. Now, wow, most people a, don't realize did who the original... The Arrows. 1975. What? Yes, yes, sir. They were a very small British band that really went <laughs> nowhere. But that was I a, love rock and roll. Yeah. Put another dime in the jukebox, she remade baby. It, she remade it. She probably made them a lot of money yeah. with that. She probably did. Uh-huh. Uh, she remade it in 19, uh, 1981. Great band. 91? This one is really obscure. It's brand new. You, I think you guys would love this. It's called Brass Against. Uh, the singer is Sophia Yurista. Mm. They take brass, guitar, and drums and go after some grunge and political music. Were they in Studio 316? Their cover of Tool's Pot is amazing. Wow. It's amazing. Her voice is amazing. They do Tool. They do Rage Against the Machine. Uh, if Ming could pull one up, if he knows. If What's he the name it. of the group again? Brass Against. Brass we're gonna, Against. I'm going to see them in February. They're down in New York City in February. So you're coming down. Okay. I'm coming down. What's, uh, what's the cover? Uh, pot. Pot? But go uh, pr- put in Brass Against Pot. Okay. <laughs> Brass Against Pot? Okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the Tool cover. They're very, they're not... They're 2019, 2018. They've been around for a while, but it's really cool music. And I think it's something awesome. unique. I, you know, we talked before. I'm kind of uh, stuck in the grunge age in a way yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So Tool. No. 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 But uh, that was my musical movement when I grew up. I finally knew what music was. I was old enough to be like, oh, wow, this is some cool shit. Instead of listening to uh, Moog Organ. <laughs> do you want to know what my, fa- my first cassette ever was? What's Robert that? Palmer's. Um, Simply irresistible. irresistible. Yes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do we are got we, are here? We we'll Mid- see if this comes up. It's slow. I got a lot of things going on here. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. So those were my three in no particular order. Um, the Johnny Cash one, though, I thought was really intense. You, I mean, know, you know, there's a lot of people. This is to me. This has been. There's people who not believe that's not his song. That he did not write that song. I mean, like, it, go online, you'll see it. They're like, no, he wrote the song. Oh, who's this? This is her. Wait for the horns. I think we hear them. The brass, as it were. That's a nice voice here. All right, I don't want to get flagged, although I don't think we yeah, know. No, you won't get flagged. It's all over the place. Um, and she's not bad to look at either. My friend. Oh, are you now? Like Zapsic, you're on the clock. Do all right, you have your top three? I do, right here. Go for it. Uh, in number three, Venus by Bananarama. Oh, wow. Yeah. Baby, she's got it. Uh, number two, 
Blinded by the Light with Manford Mann. Yes. Taking over okay. for Mr. Springstein. Okay, that's right. That's okay, right. and my number one is Putting on the Ritz. Oh, Gene wow. Wilder and Peter Boyle. <laughs> oh, I thought Taco. Wow. Not Taco. <laughs> Gene Wilder and Peter Boyle. <laughs> oh, Young Frankenstein. Oh How can you not love Young Frankenstein's Putting on the Ritz? That is a, that's a very eclectic mix there, Mike. I went I, eclectic. But wow. I would not expect anything less. No, thank you so not. much. From you, my friend, I can tell you that, um, that the, your first two picks got a fair amount of love during mm-hmm. the viewer poll. The, but that number one, that's all you, buddy. I'm telling you, the, you people out there, you got no taste. <laughs> Ming, how about you, my friend? I'm going to go with uh, Killing Me Softly by the Fugees, uh, originally done with Roberta Flack. Uh-huh. Uh, what they did yep. with that song completely, uh, you know, they made it their own. And uh, yep. uh, I, the, the, the hallmark of a great remake is, uh, you know, if you hear it and you're like, oh my God, that, you, don't, you don't know mm-hmm. it's a remake. Right. It's Or... Or you know the original, but it's just so far apart yes. that it stands out on its own. And like, that's definitely one of them. Wyclef, uh, Lauren Hill, um, the other guy that nobody remembers from the Fugees. I don't know his name. So, Oh, man. What, Todd, what's, what's, what's the, the third dude's the name? The third Fuji. Uh, I feel Ray like, Kwan. No. I feel, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He's still, a, he's still getting a paycheck. He doesn't care that no one remembers him. But that's a, so, that. I think that's why he got into music, man. <laughs> so people right. will remember Praz, him. Praz, Praz, Praz. That's right. Praz. That's it. Uh, number two, Mad World by Gary Jewell. Oh, man. Yeah, that's so my thunder, brother. Yeah, uh, originally thought uh, done tears by for, tears, tears for Fears. And that was, yeah. that was their first hit ever. It is. Great song. Yes. But uh, I know it from Donnie Darko. Yeah. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, a lot of the, the kids out there know it. I think they played on like Dancing with the Stars or yep. So You Think You Can Dance at some point. Oh, it was uh, uh, um, one of those shows. American Idol. American Idol. Uh, Adam Lambert did the okay. Gary Jules version. Right. Right. Yes, a lot yes, of kids yes. know that from that. And, it was um, also in the trailer for Mass Effect, but go ahead. Yeah, and then uh, I had number one, you got Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You, you originally it. written and performed by Prince. The master himself. And, yeah, if you can outdo Prince, if you can outdo Prince, you're onto something. Now, you know, not, forget that she's a whack job, ripped up the picture, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever, spo- uh, she's homophobic, whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I, I didn't look. care about her ripping up the Pope's picture. Right. I didn't really give a rat's ass that I, she and, said that he was the true enemy. And Prince wasn't really that stable either. So I think no, it kind no, of works. Well, we know <laughs> but, that now. But, but, but from a musical sure the perspective, perspective was all that stable. Yeah, right? yeah. You're, you're right. If you can take a Prince a song, Prince song and make your version the iconic version, yep. I mean, who yeah. has anyone else done that besides her? I don't, I don't think Sheena so. Easton, <laughs> Sugar Walls. Oh, I'm going to take your word uh, on that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, what a great. I mean that's that's just that's a great song that will live on forever. So well, listen, uh, great, great, great. Whitney, Whitney Houston, yeah, outdoing Dolly Parton is up there. I say that was that's, a. Is that, 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 point, that, is that, yeah. is that is, a backdoor uh, ninth selection for your top three or <laughs> three two nationals? By the way, top okay, seven. All right. Hey, just uh, one point of clarification, please. Uh, Wonderwall was not a remake. Here, here we go. <laughs> it was not a so breaking, the, breaking the, news. Uh, well, that means, Ming, I'm sorry, that means, Mo, that you actually get another vote then, if you want one. Yeah, so Susan, Susan Boyle gets bumped up. <laughs> okay, so she's your number two. Do you want a new number three? or? 
Well, no, I, I had three. I had uh, Killing Me Softly. Yeah, He's working on the math here. It'll, it'll <laughs> I, kill comfort. Yeah, you have two honorable mentions, so one of them. Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, all right. You had three and, shots yesterday, Todd, please. Madonna. <laughs> it sounds good. I, yes. I have to check out that version. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you my own, and we'll get to you, the Point Blank fan, viewer, listener vote. That's what you really want to hear. Here's mine. I'm going to take two off my list. I had a few honorable mentions as well, but Gary Jules' Mad World, because Ming beat me to it. That's all. As is, Israel is. Kamakawi Waole, uh, uh, his version of uh, uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I'm going to tell you something. Nobody's going to believe this. It's true. I listen to it three to five times a week. It's facts. Real. It's true. Uh, but that's off my list. So here are my sober or every time comes off. There you go. I didn't didn't realize it was your wedding show. Was that your wedding? Uh, But uh, but but that's great. (laughs) That's true too. So (laughs) we're we're going to start. So was I. Don't worry. We're going to start with. my honorable mentions, there's a Scottish rock band called Travis. Uh, they did a cover version of Hit Me Baby One More that's, Time. That's a great cover. That's you know great, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my sure. God. That's awesome. That's a great cover. Thank you, Big. Well done. Well done. Validating right there. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this. This is, this, this is a song, Patti Smith, Bruce Springsteen. Natalie Merchant, 10,000 Maniacs, Because the Night. Mm. Okay, for those of us, again, of a certain generation, we grew up MTV mm-hmm. Unplugged. Yep. Right, we heard a little bit of Kurt Cobain, Man Who Sold the World. Yep. We've heard that. This was the other great, 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 great cover, I thought. Um, uh, this one, um, I'll get a little bit of flack for it's my, my honorable mention. Uh, it was the consummate '80s uh, pop artist Tiffany, and it was oh I think God. I think we're alone now. Uh, <laughs> oh my okay, God. Uh, this is the first song that made me feel a certain way. And uh, <laughs> what way was that? <laughs> very exciting. Sure, it wasn't <laughs> Tiffany that made you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. could, could, was it the song? Like John had to lock the door. <laughs> That's what it made him feel. John, we have to go to the bathroom. Hurry up in there. And he, and the last one is uh, a song that's actually been covered many, 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 many times but it's the clashes version of i fought the law Ooh. and uh and the law one that uh that really really i think that was a great one but i'm gonna get to my actual top three right now um so i think it, you mentioned neil diamond earlier todd great singer but a really great songwriter ub40's version of red red wine to me that is a song that's e- eclipsed the original in terms of its popularity so that's my number three right there uh my number two uh somebody that covered a skinnered song uh a simple man and this is shine down shine down uh, i first became aware of this uh song and they were you know a very heavy rock band and um and they did this this song used to play every night at the wild goose where our, our good friend john diorio was uh was managing to play this song every night it's great and my last one is um is gonna be Wonderwall, Mo. Your your very own Wonderwall. <laughs> but it's gonna be the version by the Mike Flowers Pops. Now, the Mike Flowers Pops, who's that? Well, Mike Flowers would take these songs and play them in a over-the-top uh, 60s uh, mod, Austin Powers type style. Like a lounge singer? Very much like so. Like Richard Cheese? <laughs> yes, thank you, exactly, in that mode. And, and their version... Of Wonderwall, hey baby, I'm gonna be the one to save you. It was 
absolutely amazing. Mo I, doesn't look impressed at all. Look at his face. He's like, whatever. Like, hey, Mo, he just, just, Mo just found out that just, Oasis <laughs> did, did write Wonderwall. So, so that's why I was so curious. When you said Wonderwall, I was really trying to get you to get to a certain point. You didn't get there, but you got there now. But but to the Mike, the Mike Flowers pops, uh, I'm going to give a special bonus, special Ooh, bonus. Bonus. Post honorable mentions, um, where is my mind? Okay, by the Pixies. There's there's a great bluegrass band, Trampled by Turtles. They do it. It's so bananas. Uh, a bluegrass version of that song. They do a great job. Similarly, another bluegrass band I like, Town Mountain. They cover the Bruce song, I'm on Fire. I would advise you guys to check that out. Nice. Now let's get to you, the Point Blank fans, viewers, listeners. Here's your votes. We had today. Well. Not quite a Schwarzeneggerian uh, 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 amount of votes. I got to be careful when I say that. Careful. Uh, three hundred and forty-four votes cast. Still very impressive. Good for fourth all time for top three. Um, and we're going to give you of those votes. Uh, here is counting down for your top three, the top eight with seven votes apiece. Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You" and the Clash's "I Fought the Law." Seventh place with eight votes apiece. GNR. Knocking on heaven's door. The Fugees, killing me softly. Urge overkill. Girl, you'll be a woman. All with eight votes apiece, tied for seventh place. In sixth place, with nine votes apiece. Nirvana, the man who sold the world. The Sundays, Wild Horses, a song to this minute I have not heard. No. With nine votes, I definitely have to check it out. As well as Weezer's Africa, possibly the newest entrant (laughs) on this. Wow. I did see them perform it live last summer with John Ross, the intern, and the lovely Suzanne at the PNC Bank Art Studio. Not impressed. I would not put that in my top three. Okay. In fifth place, alone with 10 votes. This song was mentioned a minute ago. Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah. Yes, not Susan Boyle's version, but Jeff Buckley's version. That's the one that has replaced the late, great Leonard Cohen as the definitive version of the song. Okay, in fourth place. Simon Cowell's favorite song. Noted. I did not know that. In fourth place, just outside the top three, with 11 votes apiece. The Bangles, Hazy Shade of Winter, and Disturbed, The Sounds oh of Silence. Oh, my God. That's right. Disturbed. I remember I what a great music song. video that yeah, was, it too. it was an awesome, awesome. music video. Okay. Here's wow. your top three. Coming in third place with 14 votes apiece. You, the Point Blank fans, viewers, and listeners, have given the two. A tie. Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal, where they remixed the Michael Jackson jam. I forgot all about that song. And Joe Cocker's A Little Help oh, from my friend. Oh, good pick, man. Good pick. Good and, pick. and early on in the tabulation, this was in, that was in first place. Some other songs caught up to it, as you're about to find out. In second place, with 19 votes, standing alone, Johnny Cash version of Hurt. You heard it here. And in first place, with 23 votes. Jimi Hendrix all along the watchtower. Okay, now look. We're going to give you a bonus top three here. What I mean by that is besides those songs, we're going to tell you some takeaways. We've done this before. So, for example, you see there, all along the watchtower and knocking on heaven's door. So Bob Dylan placed two of his songs into the competition. Here's some more. Bruce Springsteen. He had both 
covers and songs covered. So we had four votes for Jersey Girl. Hack. We think that's his song. It should be his song. Okay, down the shore, everything's all right. But that was actually Tom Waits' song before Bruce did it. Also, Bruce, and this comes with, with I think all four of these votes were made by George. Santa Claus is coming to town. So, uh, so Bruce is there, but Bruce is on the other side of it as well. Frankie goes to Hollywood with Born to Run. Man for Man with Blinded by the Light. So you got Bruce on both sides of the equation. The Beatles on both sides of the equation. Okay. You've got Twist and Shout by them, but you've also got Stevie Wonder's version of We Can Work It Out. And Joe Cocker, not one, but two Beatles songs. A little help from my friends. And mm. anyone on the other one? Joe Cocker's version of She Came In Through the Bathroom Window. Okay. Don't jo- even know that song. Johnny Cash. Good song. Good yeah. song. Look at him on Spotify. Johnny Cash is on there with Hurt, but Johnny Cash is also on there with Redemption Song. However, one of Johnny Cash's songs earned three votes, and that was Social Distortion's version of Ring of Fire. And finally, it's on, on here multiple times. It wasn't in my top three or even my eight honorable mentions, but I want to give a sh- special shout-out to Cake's version of I Will Survive. It was able to get four votes, and that's four <laughs> very smart and classy people that did that. Okay, uh, there's top three, guys. Let's move right into, very quickly, our social media follows of the week. We're going to start out with Todd Sullivan. Todd Sullivan, your social media follow of the week, my friend. All right. I, uh, I'll make this a quick one. It's uh, it's a, it's another fun one. This is may, maybe in going with the theme of some of what we were discussing earlier this evening. This is on Instagram. It's an account called Tinder Convos. Tinder Convos. Tinder Convos. Is this screenshots? I imagine of uh, of uh, Tinder direct messaging. Of 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 commentary on Tinder gone wrong. So let's read us this one here. Ming, if you do the yeah, honors, read it. Read it uh, hey, it's nice to meet you. What's your favorite season? Doggy style. <laughs> um, <laughs> wasn't what I asked for, but I'm down. Oh, hey. my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, I mean, you just scroll through. There's a... There's a nice profile. Uh, there's a couple good ones. That's Let me see. Uh, yeah, any, so, hey, any, did you any, know... This girl, this guy's got a girl named Jillian. Hey, did you know you can spell the word ninja with your name, and then you'll have the letters L, L, I, and E left, and with those you can spell Lile, which is sometimes used to abbreviate large ion lilophile element. She says, I did not know that, but I'm glad I learned something new today. It's something I learned in astronaut school. I'm actually Neil Armstrong. So yeah, I mean, there's all kinds. It's all kinds of good. And stuff then she swiped left. Um, she swiped. All right, Ming, pick another one at random here. It's tough to outdo doggy style right out the gate, but you never know. Here's one. I, I really said. dig your bio. Fuck kids, right? I mean, not physically, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. From someone she named Kaylee. Uh, shock face, and he says, DTF? <laughs> uh, I want to smother you with my ass cheeks. That's terrifying. That's the one. Hey, listen, there's people that are down for that, man, but apparently that's the wrong one. Wait a minute. Which way was Kaylee going with that? Was she... The one who wanted to smother? Uh, no, it looks like uh, she wants uh, the this young gentleman uh, wanted to smother her. I think so. No, wait. No, no. No, I think, I think that's her. Kaylee's telling yes. them. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously that other guy belongs on Grinder. 
So yeah, right. He's saying. if he's not down to get smothered with Kaylee's yeah, ass what, cheeks, what is he even uh-oh. doing? Yeah, what are you doing there? Uh oh, we've we've got something here. This is from an Alexis. If you scroll down a little bit more, this says, "Hey, it's Michael from Tinder." She says, "Hey, I'm excited for tonight. See you at seven. Pick you up then. Whatever." And then the next day, "Hey, so sorry about last night." And she posts a picture of a limp noodle. <laughs> oh, oh my god! No. Drop mic, dude. That, I'm Mike? telling you, you. It happens to everybody, bro. You, you make me sad to be Michael. I, I, wasn't <laughs> I mean, which Jasmine? I'm trying to here? think. Did it? Uh, throw a profile from someone named Jasmine. Uh, I just want to give you a boner and throw onion rings onto it, like ring toss. Oh, wow. I'm like a mosquito, except I don't stop sucking when you smack me. Okay. Born in LA, raised in Chicago, currently living in Houston. All right. Wow. Okay. Good. Uh, must mu- have teeth. Must have teeth. <laughs> If I swipe right, it was either the beard or the eyes, hopefully both. So wow. game, set, match. Uh, Jasmine, good luck to you. Mo, no, grow that beard out, man. You'll be playing ring toss pretty soon here. Uh, Jasmine, come to Coral Sword at 1318 Telephone Road. <laughs> oh, my God. You'll always, you will always be welcome there. Yes. Uh, ask for Sandy. He'll give you a free beard. And we'll get you some free onion rings. And you can, yeah. <laughs> Use Ming as your ring toss. But use them wisely. <laughs> Uh, very good one, uh, Todd. Very entertaining as usual. Uh, let's go over to Mo. Mo, what have you got for your social media follow of the week? All right. So this is on Instagram. His name is Bradley Martin. Bradley. And that's a, uh, Sounds very white. B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-M-A-R-T-Y-N. Oh, okay. Oh. Take it back. Traditional spelling of Bradley. Oh, no, I like this Bradley Martin. So, hey, look at <laughs> So, so Bradley, three point two million followers. All, Say what? All upper body, right? If you go down to, his is he arm wrestling an elephant? What's happening? Okay. No, he's with uh, what's his name though? Who's that? Uh, click the center image there, man. Yeah. Oh, what's it? It's who's this? I'm not. I'm too old for this shit. Uh, is that Dan Blazarian? Dan, yes, Dan Blazarian. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, he's probably a, no, no, he's no, probably no, a ignite guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You're right. There you go. Here we go. Now, this guy's cute, bro. Good job. If you, if you, did you find him on Grinder? <laughs> I did. Seriously, we're uh, just mining those actually, Grinder jokes, actually, aren't we? Uh, he was he was a find by my cousin Adam, who works out like crazy, and this guy has a ton of different workouts. He's like all basically all upper body. If you scroll down, keep scrolling. He's got down, chicken legs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Somebody should tell him his left is a little bit bigger than his right. <laughs> one right there. Hey, yeah, you, you remember that trick, Mo? Uh, yep. <laughs> so, so yeah. If you scroll just, I lift just things up and put more. them down. Scroll down just a little more, please. No, no, keep it scroll right down. there. You'll keep find down. you'll find uh, a video of him uh, jerking off furiously, lifting lifting up five hundred pounds with one hand. What? What's uh, her keep name? Keep going. Keep going. Keep What's going. her name? <laughs> Is this it right here, Mo? Don't keep going. I think it was Kaylee uh, and her ass cheeks. Oh, it, it was one ass cheek, five hundred pounds. Yeah. Oh come on! Uh, play the video. Check it out. Oh, son of a gun! Is that crazy? Is that crazy? I do like the music. <laughs> so, so wow, it's a, it's a remake. Yeah, <laughs> well, cleaned and jerked, five hundred pounds. Nice, nice. Yeah. But I bet he yeah. can't scratch so, his own back. 
<laughs> That's what backscratchers are for. Actually, Mo, 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 look at the picture in yeah, the. There's an app for that. Mo, look <laughs> at that. app for that. That picture. In that the, can't be real. In the spring, right next to him, in, in the water. I was kidding before. Does his left arm look nine times bigger than his right? I was kidding before. <laughs> I mean, this is looking bananas. Keep going. There's one of him eating eating breakfast or something like that. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, I just like typically the work. Soldier. I just typically look at the workout <laughs> videos. I don't look at all the others. I'm not as enamored as you guys, but that's okay. That's In other okay. words, Mo doesn't Mate, make it Mo, that far the... down before he. This is your pick, Mo. Yeah. You're in... and you told us to keep scrolling down. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Oh, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. scrolling. <laughs> I'd like to see him well, against uh, Half Lower Bjornson, aka the Mountain, and see what they do. Yeah, right? yeah Todd, yeah. I see this here. What what uh, what is this guy's cigar. breakfast? I wonder. Eight cows. Yeah, right. What is he? Well, Mo, listen, that's a great pick. Ter- what's Terrifica? Don't know. Sponsorship trifecta. Yeah, it looks like a trifecta. Oh, yeah, that's Bradley uh, Martin with a Y. Bradley Martin with a Y. All right. Our friend, There's uh, him Kate, drowning a dog. Our friend Caitlin uh, also also follows him. Really? Oh, okay. Well, recently married. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to. Ray Cancy. <laughs> Wh- who? Oh, <laughs> it's interesting. All right, we're going to come right here to my good friend, Mike Zapsic. Mike, your social media follow the week. Which platform, my friend? Uh, let us go to Instagram. Stay on Instagram. Stay on Instagram. And I want to go to the Point Blank Pod. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? I whoa. noticed that uh, we've got kind of a flabby number of followers. And yeah. I think that everyone out there listening right now should follow the Point Blank Pod, and keep oh, uh, yeah. John the Intern on his toes. Thank you. And what are we up to, by the way? Can you scroll? We're at 1625. It's a healthy number. All right, so 1625, so we got to take it into context. Mike's right. All right, that's not nowhere near as big as we should be. However, the the kids love to talk about the ratio in terms of how many followers per versus follow. following. Correct. So yeah, I think versus like likes versus yes. uh, yeah. Yes. So I think of... we've got a pretty good ratio because mm-hmm. we're following how many or no? Uh, Two hundred eighty accounts okay, following. Okay, so we got a good ratio. Twenty followers. And the account, uh, the podcast itself is now you know in two years and point blank the brand going back to our TV show version fifteen years, but we only launched this account. Like two, two weeks ago? I, 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 I mean, about six weeks ago, okay. yeah, for sure. Well, that's why I'm saying. And I'm saying so I love that, Mike. So we got Point Blank Pot, and uh, great pick there. And, it is, and we see Herb's logo right there, buddy. It's the monkey. And we're not talking about that Sanjaya mohawk either. but uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, Mike, thank you so much for your social media. Oh, talk. hell yeah. That's at Point Blank Pod. All right, Ming, do you have a social media follow of the week? I do. Uh, also, uh, Point Blank, uh, you have 1626 now. I, I can't believe oh, I Ming wasn't following. Oh, uh, oops. Oh, my God. Wow. All right, listen, to all That's of you out there. fucking tech guy. All, wow. of our, all of our Point Blankers, okay, we've got Pat, we've got Stu, uh, we've got Nick Franco, we've got all these guys online. Uh, uh, this is my social media follow of the week. It's Sophia, S-O-F-I-A, Sivan, S-I-V-A-N, Sophia Sivan. Uh, Joinks um, uh, here. Uh, actually, it's Sophia's Ivan. So if you get or Sophia's <laughs> Ivan, Sophia's does it matter? Can um, we see Velma there, please, for a moment? Uh, absolutely, yes, you can. Uh, it is Halloween. Why can't you? She Ming is, has been. She is cosplaying, <laughs> and uh, yes, Joinks. Is that Jink- cosplaying? Or it is. is. That oh, that's else? absolutely cosplay, my Jinkies. friend. Jinkies, Jinkies, my friend. Uh, wow, the young oh, woman no, I met. I believe she was. Account. Look at what Scooby's doing though. Put that back up Wait, though. He's he's looking really happy. It's Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.
eye. Good eye. Yeah. Look at Pinky. <laughs> Scooby snacks. And what? where and where is she based out of, Ming? Uh, I believe New York. I met her on the cosplay cruise uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, here, all right. Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, saw her a couple times. Um, she's uh, she's. She's blessed. We'll put she it that way. She was very talented. She's very, she's very blessed. So, uh, you know, if you're, you're having, if you're bored, if you need a break from the day, uh, follow <coughs> Sophia. Wow. Um, she was, <laughs> she's, she's blessed. Uh, oh, on that's all, a scarlet witch. On all fronts here. <laughs> and, and back. And back. And back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck so, yeah. you guys. <laughs> Front side back. Sophia Ivan. Uh, or I bet you that ass could have been Sophia Ivan. This was her New York Comic Con cosplay, and I saw her walking down one of the. But not main... this exact. No, no, no. This was it. This was it. Oh my god! Really? I saw her. I was like, wait you a minute. Definitely I think need I, the Infinity Gauntlet I for that. I think I know her. And I, so if I'm that's sure on enough. Tinder and some, <laughs> she wants to smother you with her ass cheeks, you say yes, you say Ray. Yeah. And someone <laughs> asked you, you say yes. Wow. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'll be a guest of the partners and my CC after party cruise from eight to eleven. Uh, that was the. And you were on that cruise. You're co-hosted that cruise. I co-hosted that cruise. So, Sophia, thank you for coming. Now, did it rain on that cruise? It did not. Oh, it cleared okay. up. It was a beautiful night. It okay. was great weather. Great. The what John was saying, there's nothing better than a wet witch. <laughs> sure, sure. Hey, that's up to you, man. Now, she wanted the yeah, village right? people here right to the left there? Um, yeah, I'm sure that's I, what it is. You know, uh, stop, sugar, like, freeze, whatever, yeah. Oh, uh, yes, okay. that is uh, that is her. Very, well. very talented Sophia cosplayer. Sivan, or Sophia's Ivan, I, however you want to. Oh, my God. The line of the night goes to New Stew. That's no moon. <laughs> All right, fill in the blanks there. Great job, buddy. Let's just take a look at her Elvira before we go. Uh, absolutely. The mistress uh, of the dark. Oh, my. Yeah, she's asking, do you like the one on the left or the right better? Uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen. I'd, you, like to uh, see, I'd like to see actually Elvira wear the one on the right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> whoa, whoa. Was that most nice. cleaning woman? Okay. Yeah, clean, uh, nice. All right. Herb, right, we're gonna I, you I want us clean your office now, yeah. Mr. Mo. Before or after podcast. I'm not podcast. finished. <laughs> I'm pulling. Oh no! A, I'm Don't look a, at my screen. I'm pulling a playbook out of me. I mean, I mean, okay. Right. You're going a cosplayer as well? No, not a cosplayer. Just scantily naked. Okay. All right. Uh, Instagram? Yes, it's gonna be K A Y L A L A U R E N, and it should be official. No, put official after. Yep. What was? What was the middle letter again? K A Y L. Right there. Eight hundred twenty-five thousand. Kayla spelled. So oh, from uh, our, yeah, I continue. There's a story behind this. Kayla oh. Lauren, is that it? There's a story behind this. Do you tell? I don't know the. Story. Oh, you don't know the story? No. Uh, Kayla Lauren, I believe. Uh, 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 are you guys aware? I think Game Five of the World Series, there were three women who pulled their shirts off. So up. I know Julia Rose was there. Yes. Yeah. I know Lauren oh, Summer was there. Oh, she's the other Kayla one. Kayla Lauren was, was yes, the third. That's right, my friend. Uh, let's see if there. I don't watch any... game. I didn't watch it, so I wouldn't know. Well, you yeah. missed out because you uh, could have seen some. I, I I didn't miss with, out. With, look at this. Without getting into a Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's uh she's promoting something called Shag Mag, which is a kind of a yes yes millennial yes. version of Playboy, I believe. Yep. 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 And, yep, yep, uh, yep. She's one of the Shag Mag girls. Um, yeah, she. I don't know why, but she got less publicity than the other two. I'm yeah. not really sure why. Well, uh, I, I and she's, she's gorgeous. She said she's at what six hundred eight hundred and twenty-five. Eight hundred twenty-five. Yeah. So that's interesting. You mentioned that. Yes. Because I did see that, and I've encountered her without following her. Mm -hmm. uh, although that's going to change after okay. tonight. Thank you because of your pick, Herb. You're welcome. Because the least other I could two, do. Ju it's Julia Rose and Lauren Summer. She will frequently appear in pictures with one or mm -hmm. both of them. Um, 
uh, with something going on right here. Okay, yep. there you go. So, so I guess they're old buddies. And Mo, here's the good news: they all live in LA, and they all say they're down to come to Irvine to record our podcast. So we're gonna, I'm gonna offload that to you, my friend. Oh, you got to tell me about that. I'm coming down. Herb's or- coming cross country with us for that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. Great, great, great pick, and very topical. Even if you didn't realize it, she was just in the news this week, and she sort of looks like uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Yes, she does. Yeah. A very young, yes. Oh very wow! Much so, yes. Okay. All right. I'd here, like to be in her matrix. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with a clean sweep tonight. First time this has ever happened. We're all on one platform: Instagram. Okay. Ooh. She dot fits f i t s dot that t h a t dot dress that's just too hard that's what she said that's what she said okay uh, description uh, women in tight clothes so wow. these guys go followed by the real boss Ross they, they do all the hard work for you alright they're out there scouring they? how hard is, how hard, hard is are this they? work yeah, right? John Ross Cocoso <laughs> they're out there they're scouring the internet they're scouring the Kayla Lawrence of the world and whomever and guys just feel free to continue scrolling as Mo here. says scroll down scroll, scroll down. down scroll down farther and Slower. So Slower. Their, faster, faster, their theme faster. is ironically, Slower. of course. Ironically, you know, Ooh, she. I like the she, one in the black. She right really there. fits that dress. Right, which one? There's three the, of them. Uh, here. No, I'm sorry. The one. <laughs> this one. The, yeah, that one. This one. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's tough getting a word in edgewise, isn't it, John? Sorry, John. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you can see here the site sort of speaks for itself, um, and so what they're trying to do is bring you the biggest, in some cases with that rear end, especially the biggest, uh, the best, the uh, the. The the the, <laughs> the 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 lovely. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Ming. Don't delightful. click that. Don't click off that. Doesn't that kind of kind of look like my Kevin's couch? Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Kevin's daughter. No comment. There's not going to be any comment. No comment. Not everything I am not else. Saying a goddamn thing. As a matter of fact, I think you should leave right now. <laughs> oh, Kevin, I'm stating on the record Kevin, that Herb should leave right now. I just said from the neck up. Now you need a checkup, my friend. All right. My glasses are dirty. Sorry, Mike. That's right. Uh, This is a very uh, honorable service here. They do all the work. I thought it was more of a fashion site for a dress you want to buy for your girlfriend. You know, and basically what they're saying is, in a way, if you read some of the captions. I'm not backpedaling. (laughs) If you read some of the captions, they're poking a little bit of fun at this Instagram model generation. You know, Mm -hmm. saying, like, you know, there's nothing they won't attempt to squeeze into in an attempt to titillate, uh, attempt that's usually successful. We do have to say that, uh, that Pat is getting in trouble right now. We're sorry. We know you're one of our most loyal listeners and uh, your wife's on board. Of course, Stu, not happy with the line of the night, comes back with the second line of the night and says, these look like some of my best friends. But about bumps, too. Uh, Hector Garcia puts it this way. Ay, Dios mio! But uh, thank you so much, guys. So anyway, that's our social media picture of the week. Uh, listen. We're going to get to our, our parting shot, but before we do, Mo, you have a very, very cool thing for your Mo's coolest thing of the week this week. Do you not? Yes, sir. I, uh, I went to portableandcool.com uh, searching, uh, you know, just to uh, just to make sure our listeners know the latest and greatest things out there. And what I found was a uh, portable toaster. Okay, so this sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, we can hear you. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're, 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 we're waiting for the explanation. The, thing <laughs> yeah. the, concept, the concept is essentially a knife that could be heated enough to toast a slice of bread. You could take this time-saving, easy-to-clean gadget anywhere. 
and you don't have to spend a ton of money on toast. Wait, do you do? I'm so confused. Does that really mess up your budget? Lightsaber. Does that mess up your budget every week? Okay, couple things. Couple things. So your coolest thing of the week is something really hot. Mick can tell us about the toast budget. Okay. Can you give us a site so we can look at this at least? Where can we pull this up? Portableandcool.com. Portableandcool.com. I'm there. I don't yeah. see the toaster though. Let me search for toaster. Hold on. Well, how about it was a, hot, a knife? Yeah, put on put a hot, hot knife. knife there, Todd. Hot. Oh, here we go. Portable underscore wireless knife. Toast, toaster for busy people. So it's more like so when, when I finally did some digging and I saw this. This is the equivalent of trying to trying to uh, iron your shirt while you're still wearing it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like 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 John Smoltz, I think once once famously uh, was uh, was caught doing. Oh really? So, I, thought, I, I remember no, chicks taking a long ball. It would have been cool if if uh, it works like a lightsaber and it instantly toasts your your bread. Is that what happens? Case, or? No, so no, so, so what, what should we Google? It. Toasting knife or so something? It's cool and I put, comfortable. I put the link com. in uh, in in our comments. Okay, Todd, put the link in our comments. We'll see it. Stu says, "Look for lightsaber." So portable. <laughs> so here, Google this: portable wireless toaster for busy people. Portable wireless toaster. There, I think it's that first one right there. No, 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 no. Just type Muhammad in. Muhammad just type in. That. Guys, guys. Portable wireless toaster, toaster Muhammad. Just, no, for busy people. Just. Oh gosh. Ming typed nice. in toaster strudel. <laughs> Is that close? A port so go to por- portableandcool.com. Oh, it's portableandcool.com. That's why I'm Toaster looking. bus people? I just keep seeing these traditional toasters here. I'm not sure. Uh, Portableandcool.com. Mind you, mind you. I mean, th- this is for busy people. So I'm not sure if this... Uh, it's not and now, for everyone. And within uh, here, can we now search for toaster or something? No, you don't have time. You're too busy. <laughs> right. No, click my link. Click, click my link, and it'll get you right there. Okay, we're... we're, we're or the one I already posted. Oh, the one I, that's from Point Blank Podcast. How the hell did I put in Portable and Ool? <laughs> portable and Ool is a great site, portable by the way. Wait a minute. It's redirecting me to Grinder. What's going on here? What Don't worry about thing? it. What about... Oh, come oh, on. Oh, there you are. That is... I love that, Mo. So it, it, so it like spreads brown crap all over like white bread <laughs> to make give the illusion of toast. No, I thought you said this looked like a lightsaber. What am I looking at here? <laughs> you can order this with the shared universe logo on it. <laughs> We've already got that in the works, Todd. Thank Use you promo much. code point blank for plus twenty percent additional. There you go. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, all right. It's not the coolest, That's coolest funny. thing we've seen, but somewhat so, cool. I mean, if you're a busy it person, is, it is one of the most portable it's, though. It's the <laughs> yes. best things sliced bread. Come on. Oh, no. Uh, drop mic. All right. Here we go. Let's get to our um, our our parting shots. And here's the thing. Our parting shots. You can be anything you want. Anything you want to get off your chest. Anything you want to talk about. Uh, Todd, I have a special request for your parting shot. Uh, so we're going to start with you. Can you, you? You may have something in mind already. I hope you do. But I want to. I want to co-opt that, or at least co-co-opt it by having you talk about our latest segment, pop culture confessions. Go, Todd. Uh, you want me to get into it or preview it? Uh, preview it. All right. Well, no. It's just I've been keeping track of 
um, as we've been touching on various elements of pop culture, movies, television, etc., I've been keeping a little list of uh, the confessions that each of us have had on the things that we have not yet seen or uh, experienced in that realm. So uh, I think you know we can get into this maybe next uh, next week. But I've got a little running list of the most egregious of our collective culture confessions, wow. and uh, encourage our audience to jump in with their own. We can have a running tally of you know who's who's losing this thing or winning it, as it were. I think I'm at the I'm at the top and or bottom of that list, uh, which I'll admit right now. So um, you yeah, most giving your week, run for we'll, your we'll money, get into right? some <laughs> we'll, we'll get into some pop culture confessions. Okay, all right. But that is not my uh, my parting shot. First off, I want to give a shout out to my third uh, Goose Island beer of the evening, which is <laughs> which is Noel. Um, I think I purchased this when I was buying a pile of of CBS for you, or or uh, one of those. You had to. It was at a it was at a uh, oh, liquor yeah, store yeah, near yeah. my house. Package deal. Where you had to buy some other <laughs> local beer in order to buy the special edition beer that George, that uh, John wanted me to get. So this is uh, Goose Island's Belgian style dark ale. Good on Noel, you. in honor of the fact that Chicago has just had its first snow of the season. No. Uh, today, we had a, we had an absolute blizzard this morning. The kids what? woke up excited to the fact that there was several inches of snow outside. And uh, that Todd? leads into my, my parting Chicago. shot oh. is um, around the fact that we've got, obviously, Halloween tomorrow. And we have a prediction of a ridiculous amount of snow, freezing rain, 40-mile-an-hour winds, uh, all trick or treat at the same time. Yeah, trick or Are they treat. rescheduling right. Halloween? And so, big... so there you go. My wife got it, got herself into a little bit of a Facebook controversy on oh. a mom's list here in uh, in my <laughs> the suburb that we live by suggesting at my request, why are we doing this to ourselves? Why don't we just move it to Friday or Saturday when the weather's meant to be beautiful? Oh, boy. So she posts that to, to some of our friends on on this mom list mom's list that she's on, and instantly gets hammered by a bunch of people saying, you know, you know, what are you trying to do? It's 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 Halloween. You're right? raising a generation of softies. Well, it is a big. She takes. She then takes it down, and we then find out uh, about an hour later they the town it. two towns over from us announces that they are officially moving for everyone in this town uh, to to Friday. Uh, I think Saturday night because because of the weather concerns. So then the town next Saturday to us night's all right. jumps in on this and says, "Why don't we do the same thing?" And just gets pilloried in social media by all these people saying, "Oh, you snowflakes!" Like, "Oh, when we were kids, <laughs> no, literally, you just throw a coat yeah. on, you know, just go for it." Snowflakes versus snowflakes. There you go. Okay. Um, and so that's the big uh, the big controversy mm. here out here in the western suburbs as to whether or not to uh, to to shift ourselves a day. My wife's perspective, which she posted as I share, is like. It's not about how tough you are or and or how tough the kids are. You got little kids here having fun with a holiday. Unless you're Wiccans and you're really concerned about the celebration of All Hallows' Eve, let's move it a day and help the kids out. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I think when we're speaking specifically about Clarendon Hills, I mean, we are talking about white people problems at its finest, right? I mean, this is... <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for that parting shot. Uh, best of luck to you and the Sullivan clan, all 19 of you. Uh, Mo, we're going to go to you. Your parting shot, my friend. 
Cool. Uh, I just wanted to uh, say uh, it was fun podcasting with you, Herb. Oh, always with you as well. Thank you. I want to give a shout out to the cleaning crew out here. (laughs) Why not? They've been shouting out. They've been shouting out all all night. What what have they been cleaning? What what has gotten clean? Silent vacuum cleaner. I hope it's not out there, (laughs) Herb. Right. Oh my god. And uh, two days from now is the start of Movember, and (laughs) they named it after you, right? uh, What's that? They named that after you. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. How do we celebrate Movember? What's that? How do we celebrate that? Well, we celebrate it to uh, bring bring Get on grinder. men's health uh, issues. Get off grinder. You know, mainly uh, mainly suicide, and cancer, and so forth. So we don't forget the prostate. Remember, George here. said his flow is like very, right. very, very limited. Very low. Right. Get your uh, prostate checked. So Mo, are you going to be so growing your have... mustache out for the month, Mo? I will. Oh, I, I will. can't wait, my friend. Yeah, and then at the end of the month, Mike and uh, I will too. We're all going to take a trip out here uh, from our offices to the Baxter uh, Barbershop and getting a shave down. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Stay with the handlebar, Mo. Go with the handlebar mustache. Yeah, not the porn mustache. Go with the handlebar. After you grow that full thing, keep that part. That would be awesome, man. I'm actually not too good at at, uh, at growing (laughs) facial hair, so I've got a little device over here. Well, you're gonna paint it on. What is that? A sharpie? It's uh-huh. Stimulate. <laughs> I bet. I bet you got a number of devices out there, but that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's the uh, L'Oreal. My first mustache. Yeah, uh-huh. right. <laughs> wow. I I need that too. I can't grow facial hair. All there, right. So. As a matter I'm fact, very let's... jealous of all five of you. Let's let's, let's segue to Ming. Ming, your parting shot. Uh, my if you want to have as much fun as we did tonight, come to a shared universe. Start your podcast. Continue your podcast. If you have a podcast already, well, stop recording in your basement or your kitchen. Come down here. Have fun. Go to asharedUniverse.com. Or your mom's house. Oh, yes. Mom's house. Also, this weekend, or I will bring be your mom. spending new uh, Halloween weekend in New Orleans. I will be at Big Easy Con, BigEasyCon.com. Be at the convention center with uh, our friends uh, Zachary Levi, oh. Cooper Andrews, Ryan Hurst, Amy Chu. A um, lot, of, lot, of, lot of cool people. And uh, come see me for sure. Uh, Beta. I would, uh, yeah. Ryan Hurst, you know, he's Walking Dead, Sons yep. of Anarchy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He's got a, like, three-hour long line. Uh, I have a three-minute long line. So, uh, meaning, <laughs> like, that's how long I'll talk to you before you want to leave. That's the, so, it's the truth. Oh, and he's, <laughs> he's got all of Moe's cleaning ladies coming out there going, yeah, So, I, I listen, I, I just want to I just cleaned here. What the hell? I just want to keep it respectable. Come and talk to me. It doesn't cost nothing. Uh, you know, if you want to buy a selfie, an autograph of Comic Book Men hats exclusive only to me because I bootleg them. It's true. They look amazing. Uh, we got to get you bootlegging DVDs. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, out right. on the oh my god! There you go. Be, oh and, my god! Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, a big easy con. Are yes. you doing any panels? Uh, I'm doing the Ming Chen panel. I'm also doing the Coffee and Comics panel with Amy nice. Chu. And Phil, I hear we yes. love Amy Chu. Phil Chu, Lamar yeah, and awesome. a couple no, other people. Whoa, Amy Chu's amazing. Phil Lamar's gonna be on your He'll panel. Be there. Yeah, Phil Lamar. Yeah, our friend oh, nice. Phil Lamar. I have him on my phone. You you want his number? The man of future point blank guest. Man of many voices. Plus he played Marvin in Point Blank. So we'll always love that. No. What happened over there, Mo? Did they break something? What happened over there? Not not point blank. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Pulp Fiction. Fiction. He was in Pulp Fiction. And uh, I hear that Ming and uh, Amy are doing uh, beignets and uh, coffee from Cafe Du Monde. That's pretty much uh, uh, definite. But it'll it'll be a nice return to New Orleans. Last time we were there, we shot a movie. So I'm bragging or nothing. But uh, New Orleans always very good to us. So please come out. Awesome, awesome. Have fun down there. Herb, your parting shot, my friend. Oh, well, first, thank you for having me. 
Thanks for coming lot, down, no, brother. It's been, we appreciate it's been a long time. Hopefully, I won't downpour on my way home. Um, I don't know if I want to do this now or we do this later. It's, if it's our parting shots, but we uh, we oh, talked yeah, about this off yeah, pod. Yeah, I would say this would be a so, good time so to do. So, Mo, we are we start. I'm starting another podcast called "It's 60 Seconds with," and literally, it's just 60 seconds or so. And you can either we're going to shoot you some questions. Now you can rapid fire them, or you can think okay. about them. All right. So, Ming, can you at least give us a, a 60 second? Start timer the clock here? here, Mo. You're on oh, the clock. So this is the opposite of the point. Oh, we're going to oh, we're going to do it officially. So uh, you'll be able to listen to this on the Earplug Podcast Network Can't at earplugpodcast.com. But uh, Mo, we're going to start you off. Uh, Let's do it. Just basic uh, idea what the concept is. Um, we're getting that. We're, we're waiting for the clock. We're to getting start. that timer ready. Oh, okay. Now, Mo, Mary, it's 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 from how Herb has described it. It's not necessarily a race to see how many you can get. Some people have, but, but. you can do that, or you can say, "I want to answer each one as best as I can," and maybe you only get through a few, or yeah, you might get sixty minutes, sixty minutes, six seconds. <laughs> it's a sixty-minute podcast. I got you whenever you're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? All right, here we go. This and is 60 seconds with Mo. Go. Here we go. Uh, Mo. You get a countdown. Mo. Actually- oh, wait a- we're at 65, we're, four, we're going- three, <laughs> two. Ooh, we get the beeper. We're adding. <laughs> go. All right, here we go. Favorite curse word? Darn. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, if you could bring any album or video game to on a desert island, which get, which would it be? Oh, that's so so easy. It's it's Madden '97. Okay, nice. good pick. Good that's, pick. That's the year. That's the year I won our Madden uh, championship. <laughs> Red Vine or Twizzlers? Oh, Twizzlers! I didn't know of Red Vine until I moved out here. Ugh. Star Wars or Star Trek? <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're hemming and hawing on that one. Uh, one thing you could change about yourself? Ah, uh, I wish I can answer a question. <laughs> Quicker in under sixty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> if animals could talk, which one would be the biggest asshole? Hippos, easy. Oh my God, great, <laughs> great answer. Uh, spring or fall? Uh, spring, leaning into summer. What truly scares you? Ah, uh, uh, running out of time. Hippos. Ah! <laughs> hold, hold that up. Hold that up. Let's reset it. All right. Great answer, Mo. So, this is great, dude. So, so that might be awesome. the best party shot we've ever seen, buddy. <laughs> so this basically is what uh, awesome. it's kind of what. I got from when you did the rant. Remember when we did first, last, best, worst? Yes, I remember that. So we yes. did that at, at the end of every, it was like our parting yep. of it. So we decided, you know what? Let's just do 60 seconds. I mean. That's great. It was my, oh, kind yeah. of a great idea for cons. Yeah. Because I have a hard time like when approaching people, especially, let's say it's Brian O'Halloran. Not Halloran will do it. <laughs> he would definitely <laughs> oh do it. Oh my God. Really? You have a problem with no, Brian no, O'Halloran? No, I'm just, no. Just, not, you no, have a problem no, talking no, to Brian no, O'Halloran? No, I'm just, I'm using him as an Does example. Does he smell? I mean, no, what's the problem? I'm using him as a celebrity example of course so you have a problem they don't have the time to spend 15 20 minutes on a, a, for a podcast just 60 seconds brian can you get, give me just 60 60 seconds you got these are the important questions people want to know <laughs> of course brian would do it it was a bad example but that i think i can get many more celebrities yeah. and artists to do that you don't take a lot of time from 60 and it's fun mo, so mo, fun. Mo, mo, it. mo how much yeah. fun was that mo scale of one to ten 
9.9, man. It was good. Oh, hey, all, all right. right. All right. Go, all right, Mo. Loved it. Very, very good. We Room for improvement. We look forward to listening to that. Well, you guys are going to be on it after the podcast. Okay, we look forward to participating <laughs> yes. in that. Mike, your parting shot, my friend. Uh, Todd, as a practicing Wiccan, I take offense. <laughs> um, I got nothing today. Actually, um, my parting shot is... Um, Go in the, if you're in the area, and Jay and Kevin Smith are bringing the uh, Reboot Roadshow mm-hmm. into towns across America. If you're in the area, it's well worth your time to go see it, and uh, helps the big boss out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, you know what? It's it's a funny. It was as hell a great movie. time. And I was going to say, Herb, you yeah. actually came down and saw it in Asbury. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, I remember you reached out to me and, and to see if I could be your date for the night. Yeah. I would have given anything to, except I was at a state with John Ross, the intern. We were at a selling competition down in Maryland. Uh, it wound up going great, but not maybe as fun as we would have had had we gone. But you went, you had fun. Yeah, it was impressive. I mean, not to you say. You got to meet the guys too? Well, I've met the guys before, okay. but yeah, we did the VIP package and whatnot. And uh, when we drove up, we're always always running late when I get in New Jersey. I don't know why. It's just I'm always behind. So we get up there, and I see the line. Now, I knew the line was going to be big. And I show, you saw the video, and, and I put up pictures and video. The line was literally going right around the block to the restaurant up across from the conference center. Do you know what? what yeah, but it was a security line. It was that's, yeah. They just had to make sure that nobody yeah. was uh, nobody was Yeah, nobody was going And it was in. Asbury Park, and everyone was back. But it was a big line, so we went in and just and we were up on the balcony, and everybody was really well behaved. Everybody was really cool about everything. The the one problem that like a boring time. No, 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 no. I mean, you could have a large, you could have a problem with some of some of his fans. I mean, they get a little ruly and whatever. But uh, the only problem I thought was an issue was in the beginning they said no phones. And I understand you're not going to film the movie. You're not going to do anything. But when Kevin came out to talk, we I was in the second row. Now, I'll be honest. I took photos. I'm like, just shoot him. I'm not going to film the movie or anything. Yeah, sure. The two people in front of me were getting constantly yelled at, and they almost were asked to leave. And I'm thinking... Yeah, but, but thank God is- they were blocking you, though. <laughs> yeah, but that kind of bothered me. I'm like... We obviously we respect not filming the movie. He's talking and yeah. taking stills, and that's why I didn't get that. And they did it again uh, during the podcast version as well. And they weren't taking movies; they were taking stills. And I was like, I don't understand what the big deal is for that. I mean, I right, well, you understand though. That why are you Mike, looking at me? I don't know because you were looking at me like I thought you were had. But Mike to say is about now it. obligated to report that to the boss. <laughs> just you know, seriously, give me your fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, give me why, your hammer. Why Jay and Kevin both like my photo, so I don't know <laughs> that. I think that's approval for that. Good job. Good I saw something on Twitter. Were you given? Uh, were you walked up to your seat, Mike? Uh, were you given pre- pre- VIP preferential treatment? No, everyone was walked up to their seat. Yeah, every, everybody. Was? Every, oh, really? Everybody was. So okay, Chris, saw, our, everyone's friend, Chris Ladondo. Oh, was it? I think it was. It was Ladondo. Who reported yeah. that? He's like, like hey, baller. everybody! I just saw Mike Zapsa getting escorted to his seat like a big shot. I said, "Hey, Chris, maybe you and the Reverend Al can come down and um, you know boycott my my <laughs> oh row." Did you call and, the ACLU because yeah, a white man got preferential treatment <laughs> over? We, no, an, yeah, 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 but much. he's right yeah. though. Everybody got walked okay. to the seat over an Italian. Yes, that's <laughs> were, true. Um, Mike Zapsik, uh, were you happy with their screen time in Jansen Bob Reboot? I, you, you I given- was honored to be. This is my first mm-hmm. Kevin movie well, that I've been in and I was honored to even be in it. I was 
honored to to even film it. Even if we had made it to the the cutting room floor, sure. right. I would have been happy with that. And it, this was a love letter to Kevin's fans. And you well, heard the crowd when you heard the crowd when the, you guys were up on that panel. I wasn't there. Yeah, what happened? Was uh, describe it. What happened? Where, uh, come a up lot on of screen? people were screaming. Yes, yes. yes. screaming. Yes. Screaming. Like yes. we were the Beatles and shit. Like we were the Beatles. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we were, were you were where that weekend? Uh, I was in God, I, Atlanta. Atlanta. I was he, in had Atlanta. A, he had a grinder date. He had a grinder date in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. I was at, at Mike. I <laughs> you was, were at Walker Stalker. Mike, Con. I was firmly playing at the Claremont Lounge in Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> yes, he was. Our, come on, you're, you're not sitting, only my favorite place in the world, Claremont, but yours as well. Mine too. One of my favorite. You were sitting places next to Margot Robbie and didn't even realize it. Yes, I was. Yes, sir. All right, here's my parting shot, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. The first thing I want to do is just mention the second beer that Ming and I are drinking. It's one of my favorite beers in the world. I've got a few bottles of these that I picked up the last time I was in Portland, Maine, which I think was Memorial Day about a year and a half ago. And this is from Allagash Brewing. Allagash nice. Brewing in Portland, Maine. And this is called Curio. <clears throat> and this is an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it after we hook the Mingster up here. So uh, this one's a step down from the 12.8 we were doing. This one's only at 11%. Oh, and uh, this was their very, very first ever, ever in Allagash's history, uh, foray into a uh, barrel aging. So they did this back in 2004, and what they did is they 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 brewed this amazing Belgian style triple, uh, obviously as I said at 11, percent and then they uh, they put it uh, with a little bit of honey and a little bit of passion fruit into these bourbon barrels. They kept it in there for two months or so. Uh, its a result is it, it, it's a rich uh, golden ale. Uh, you know, you get notes of maybe coconut, uh, wood, uh, vanilla, uh, bourbon. These are all the sorts of notes that come off of these barrels. I first had this beer, not in 2004, but probably in about 2007. I, I crack a bottle open every couple of years because I love it so much, and this is the one for this year. So, uh, so thanks for enjoying it wow. with me, Ming. But here's my parting shot. Just an update, a follow-on from the announcement we made about Ross Brewing one week ago. We are launching in New York uh, after after much time in preparation stage. Uh, we are launching. Uh, we're doing a launch party. It's going to be in about uh, five or six weeks from now. Uh, Todd, Mo, hope you guys are coming in for that. Uh, here's one reason to come in. TV's Ross Marquand from The Walking Dead. Uh, he plays Aaron. Uh, after a, a successful uh, negotiation, uh, Ross Marquand is actually flying in from L.A. Uh, he's going to be at the party. He's going to be just like TV's Ming and Mike. No. Uh, Ross is going to no. be. Yes, he is. Wow. He's going to be a celebrity beer tender. Holy crap. Uh, he's going to be staying for the entire duration. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, he revealed something to us during this process. Uh, I mean, uh, you helped facilitate this a couple of years sure, back, so sure. thank you, where we were able to meet Ross at a, a Walker yeah, Soccer. Yeah, it wasn't con. even a couple. I think it was like a, literally a year ago, I believe. May, you Maybe. might be right. Well, uh, let's think was about Was it December 2017? I can't remember, but yeah. It was, uh, uh, yeah, yes, that's, okay. that's right. Scott Wilson was still, was still uh, with yeah, us yeah, at, yeah, that, yeah. at that point. And uh, that was a great day uh, for John Jr. and I, John the intern, John Ross the intern, because we met Cooper Andrews. You know, we met Michael Rooker, yeah. Scott Wilson, big with the hug. But, uh, uh, but it was Ross Marquand who we were hoping to meet that day, and we brought some Ross Brewing hats with us for the purpose of giving it to him. And we thought that would be it. That would be a one and done. And so I reached out to him about a week ago yeah. and said, Ross, look, we're doing this party. I don't know if you're filming down in Georgia. I don't, I don't know if you're on a date. I don't know what's going on. But if you're free, would you like to come out and come to our party? And 
and he came. He said, first of all, number one, he goes, absolutely remember. He goes, I wear the hat literally every time I go out drinking. He has since sent me multiple pictures of yes. himself. Nice. This is documented. Out, like, this, documented. This is bananas. Bananas stuff. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. And then uh, and he says, I absolutely want to come to the party. He goes, uh, normally I get a certain appearance fee. He's like, I'm happy to waive it and uh, and come out. And so that was what the last 24 hours have been. It, it's a pretty smooth negotiation. I told him our budget is zero, and he said that sounds good. I'm coming. <laughs> so uh, so so he's gonna be there. I it's mean, you be- did tell me and Mike were gonna be there, correct? I, I did, well, and, and, and he's still coming anyway. I mean, so, <laughs> amazing. Actually, amazing. Mike, and you, and you know this. He said he loves you guys. He says he sees you out on the concert. Hey, hey, uh, hey you're, you're you're all part of that AMC family, by the way. Okay, so. Uh, so so and, and for those that don't know, yes, he did reprise the role of the Red Skull picking picking it up where Hugo Weaving left off and he did an amazing job in Avengers uh, uh, both uh, uh, Endgame and um, I'm sorry both Infinity War and Endgame and um, and and furthermore, if you're not aware, you gotta go on YouTube. You gotta watch his impression videos, his micro impressions. He may be at this point. All due respect to Mike's favorite, Rich Little. He may be. <laughs> he may be the world's foremost impressionist. Uh, but anyway, so he's coming, and you know what he's going to be pouring when he's a celebrity beer tender, just like you gentlemen. Look what we're gonna be pulling oh, on! Oh boy, look at that! We were just oh, delivered no. today. We were just delivered no, today. Look at that thing! How fantastic! Our is that? first ever Ross Brewing tap handle. This one is pre-fitted with our flagship oh, Navisync IPA. May I hold that? You up may, the gentleman. You, may hold, you may hold my rod. Absolutely, give me that. We got a close up with that. That is absolutely gorgeous. Wow, I, I'm touching it right now. Say again, Todd. Touching it, ladies and gentlemen. Ming's touching my wood. There you go. It's good, strong wood. Big wood, my friend. Good looking stuff. Wow. Wow, I gotta. I, I need a photo with this. Go for it, brother. Holy crap. Hey, listen, you guys have been with me the last couple of years. You know this is a long time coming, man. Long time coming. Very proud of you. So uh, I am thankful uh, to both uh, Michael and Ming, uh, for being the, the, the first people out the box to say, yes, John, we're going to participate in the party. Hell yes. And, uh, and so thank you for that. That's coming up in about a month. So anyway, that's the parting shot. So, uh, so I want to thank our guest because well, I thank think you. in our history of guests, Herb, there have been people that have traveled longer. They've flown, but they didn't fly just for us. They were here for some other reason and fit us into their schedule. Nobody has made us feel as special as you've made us feel uh, by coming down here and doing this with us. So thank you so much. Anytime. Th- thanks to our buddies across the country. Thanks to our Point Blankers uh, who are tuning in each episode. Uh, we, we've still got Pat and Stu with us with eight other fans still watching right now. Thank you so much. Ming and Mike, thank you as always for playing the consummate hosts. Thank you to all of you out there watching, listening. Take care, everyone, and good night.